Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a day it was already at Ibrooks. What a day it's been, I should say. And the phone lines are here. We open them early on days like this. So, what did you make of it? The question doesn't need to be any more pointed than that. What did you make of it? 0141 951 1025. We are here until six o'clock. We do also have other big games as well. Uh, so, we'll try and work our way through it all and spin a number of plates at once. We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu and Michael Beale. As well None of you got it right did you? you no, both, two no. of you went for narrow Celtic wins One of you went for a narrow uh, Rangers win Give us a quick acca then On these three o'clock games I'm going to give you Hearts to beat Hibs Aberdeen to beat Ross County Kilmarnock to beat St Mirren And Livy minus Holt Pittman and Newbley Draw with Motherwell I'm going to go for all home wins So Hearts will beat Hibs Aberdeen will beat Ross County Kelly will beat St Mirren Livingston will beat Motherwell in the other game St Johnson will beat Dundee United Hearts, Hibs, draw Aberdeen home Kilmarnock home And Livy home OK, let's get those 3 o'clock games Up and running then Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Trade accounts available now Call them today Let's hope we get as much drama In the 3 o'clock games As we did at Ibrox Yes, scrappy for some Maybe not the quality Some hope But my goodness Incident packed Four goals A potential uh, VAR penalty decision Depending on which t- side of the fence you sit uh, And we'll get through it all Between now and 6 o'clock So give us a shout 01419511025 The open line is here It is your chance to have your say So let's do it We are also uh, Working our way through The 3 o'clock games as well So we'll need to try and Balance both up And you have to say Hugh For the First day Of the new calendar year What a football treat We've got overall Yeah uh, The games you know, We kicked off with Rangers against Celtic And it was interesting Without being scintillating But very interesting And the, the, the summary Of that game for me Would be that Ange Postacoglu and his players and the Celtic fans leave Ibrooks very happy. They are nine points in front with the huge goal difference that they have. They are effectively ten points in front. They only lost nine points in all of 2022. So if you think they're going to lose ten points in what remains of the season in 2023, then you're living in a fantasy. Uh, with regard to what comes next, Lee Johnson at Hibs Eight defeats in his last ten games. He cannot afford a going over at Tynecastle, but I suspect he's going to get one. Jim Goodwin at Aberdeen, four defeats on bounce. He really, really needs to get the fans off his back and to beat Ross County, the bottom team. He must do that today. Kilmarnock, I think, will beat St Mirren. I think Derek McInnes will gradually get them out of the relegation zone. And I just think that Livy, with the injury and suspension problems that they have, might toil today and Motherwell who really need a result or else you'll be watching your team at Wraith Rovers and Cove Rangers next season Gordon they will need to get the finger out I think that's a draw Good afternoon ahead good games and got to say even though the quality might not have been there in the game we just watched I just found it so captivating you know right up until the last moments these games often serve up drama and I still thought we got that even like I said the quality wasn't there and I'm more surprised at Celtic the, the quality wasn't there we've seen them coming up against you know top teams in Europe and the quality has still been there in terms of their passing and how quick they play going forward and today 
it just wasn't there. Rangers, you've got to say, were better in the second half, and maybe that's down to some of the way that Rangers approached the second half. But with a Celtic team, their mentality to grab something at the end where it looked like we all stood here and thought it didn't look like they were going to score, to grab something, it must have felt a bit like a victory for Ange Postacoglu going away for Ibrox this afternoon. Yeah, but uh, I use the word character for both teams. I thought that Rangers needed a big response after half-time because the Rangers fans were not happy. 1-0 down, Celtic not even playing at their best and still leading at Ibrox. They got that response. And uh, I thought Rangers much better in the second half. 2-1. I said, what does he do? Does he stick with this? Does he try and see it out? I think that was his game plan. Gaudy character. This Celtic team has got it in abundance. Um, you just knew one chance would fall to someone and bang, it was in the back of the net. Hugo that never really seen during the game. Never really got involved. But when the big time came up and it had to matter... He was a guy that put the ball in the back in it, and it's a brilliant point for Celtic. Okay, no goals to tell you about yet in the three o'clock games. I'll keep you right up to speed on them. Let's take our first call of the afternoon. Craig's a Rangers fan from Middlesbrough. How do you look back on it, Craig? Um, how do I look back on it? A big opportunity missed, not for the title because that was already gone. Because um, this Rangers team's going to drop far more points than Celtic while they're running. Um, that's just the way they are. But it was a really strange start to a game. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just walking to my car and I was trying to produce <laughs> just running into the... Don't you worry. It's hard to go to the toilet. Um, but aye, it's, it was a weird start. The players started petrified, I thought, uh, which was really strange. Um, it took for the Joe Hart mistake with the pass back to Alfie charged down for us to get going. I've just actually read Michael Beale's comments after the game, which I agree with to a certain extent, but I thought he was really, really, really negative in his substitutions which compared to uh, the other guy um, Ostokoglu went 4-2-4 in a game that he didn't have to win you know when he was chasing the game he goes 4-2-4 we take off a attack midfield and put essentially a centre back on which puzzled everybody around me um, the game was crying out for Scott Arfield um, the game was crying out for Kima Roof despite not being fit or Cholak Um Morelos was running into the ground, but why on earth he moved Sakala, who was terrorised? Right, the line's broken up a bit, Craig. I don't know if you're just coming out the toilet on the back the pub or whatever it was and the walk back to the car. Let's start in reverse order then. Craig's got a number of um, bones to pick with Michael Beale, if you like. He felt moving Sakala in the pitch to accommodate Scott Wright was an error. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised at that because of the su- success that Sakala was having that side against Juranovic and a lot of Rangers good stuff in the second half came down that side uh, the one thing I would say look, when you drop a couple of points in the last few minutes when it's in your grasp you're always going to get criticised either way um, you know the changes uh, look it's easier for Ange Postacoglu to go 4-2-4 when he's coming away from Ibrox with nothing throw on a few attackers and change things up if you're Beal and there's so much in the balance that we spoke about that if you win the game you're right back in this title fight then I can understand why he made defensive changes now they obviously didn't work because they surrender the lead but it's going to be the case Rangers fans are going to be hugely frustrated that they thought there was an opportunity to go and kill the game and make it 3-1 rather than sit back and take the 2-1 it's certainly, certainly fine lines sorry Hugh certainly fine lines because 
If Michael Beale, and I, I do agree, I think he makes a great point about Sakala, I would never have moved him off that position. But I can understand the substitutions in the sense of he was negative, he tried to see it out. Because if he'd have made positive substitutions at 2 1, and that game would have went against him, he'd have come in for mm. criticism. Why can we not see the game out? We've got the three points, we don't need to make it. That's what happened. But you're playing against a team that. They know how to get the job done, Celtic, whether they're playing well or not. I factor in human behaviour. Michael Beale thought, I've got 2 1 here. I've got Celtic. I have questioned their invincibility. I've got 2 1. And he's put on James Sands, a defensive player. My feeling about Sands is he's not a terribly good defensive player. And then all manner of things happened that the goal Barisic uh, was. Lacking in awareness of what was going on round about him And played Celtic on for the equalising goal um, But I think he Michael Beale thought I can come out here with five wins in a row Having beaten Celtic 2-1 This will look really good on my record What do you think Craig? The guys are a bit more sympathetic Understanding Michael Beale's reasoning But you're not having it No, I mean I, I do understand what they're saying But as I say, James Sands Listen, he's not a Rangers player um, for me, he'd be back to America in January. Put Scott Arfield on. Scott Arfield's by no means a out and out attack midfielder at 33 years old. He could have saw the game out and um, he would offer something different. James Sands comes on. He's like, pardon the expression, but he's like Bambi on ice. Um, he's given the ball away twice in the opening two minutes of coming on. I mean, what's the point in having Cholak and having Kimar Roof on the pitch? What's the point in having Kimar Roof warming up if they're not going to use him? And Again, going back to the Sakala thing, Sakala was terrorising Starfelt and Alfie was running to the ground. Put Cholak on, physical presence. Scott Wright got absolutely bullied by um, the American, uh, what's his name? Carter Vickers. Vickers. Yeah. I just felt this, the substitutions, but the, the main issue for me is Michael Beale's talking about taking the handbrake off and going for teams and going for the juggler and all this. It was a very, very negative. And as I say, for me, today wasn't about the title. It was him... Laying down a marker saying, okay, probably 80% of that team's not going to be there next season, but we can go toe to toe with Celtic, which we did. But for me, his subs were far too defensive. Right, we've got a lot happening because, firstly, we've got one of these. Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Hearts 1, Hibs 0. It's a big goal in the Edinburgh Derby, and it's Lawrence Shankland. What goal scoring form that man is on. He is in red hot form in front of goal. It pokes in a rebound Hibbs a bit sloppy at the back And Lauren Shanklin pokes home After uh, a rebound from a Josh Ginelli effort We've also had a red card For St Mirren's Ethan Erahon An off the ball clash with Rory McKenzie uh, Referee saw it Said it was an elbow Sent him off VAR checked it And the red card stands So St Mirren down to 10 men already Goalless there And a goal for Hearts in the derby Exactly the start uh, that Hearts would have been looking for Hugh Keevans Well for Lee Johnson it's a nightmare To concede it within the first 10 minutes And that the new Hearts captain Lauren Shanklin The very uh, predatory finish from him It's a, a, an awful start And I can only see it going from bad to worse With Hearts having home advantage As for St Mirren The loss of Erehon uh, Will be a real problem for them At Kilmarnock You really need 11 v 11 At Kilmarnock today uh, so that's a setback. 
Yeah, we've got to say no ideal for St Mirren to start in that fashion and it's going to be a long afternoon for him but it also may be a long afternoon for Hibs Hughes, right? Uh, Lee Johnson is walking a tightrope here and I say every week Hibs can't continually sack managers however, when they go on a run as bad as they have been then, you know, you get borrowed time at this stage and the Hibs goal that they've just lost is horrendous if your hearts you're delighted and you can only see more to come the way this game started Got to say a terrific signing for Hearts, Shanklin. You know, he's questioned what could he do at that level at Hearts with the expectations. He certainly he stood up to that. Mm-hmm. He's been absolutely brilliant and terrific for him because it's not often you see that a manager puts faith in the centre-forward to be the captain and the leader. Mm-hmm. Just now, obviously, I know he's got uh, a big injury list, Robbie Nielsen. Terrific start. Puts a little bit of pre- big bit of pressure on Lee Johnson. He's just got that knack, Mark. And what was made about that little spell because he didn't score that many in the Premiership at Dundee United. But United fans like producer Callum would tell you they didn't create that many chances yeah. when he was there. Um, that's now his 17th goal of the season. Yeah, I was going to say you need to create chances for players like Shanklin because he's a, a penalty box striker who relies heavily. On service Now when you look at the full heart squad When they've got everybody back fit You've got to say You've got some options there To play in the wide areas To service a guy like Shankland Daz is right To give him the captaincy I never for once thought He was that kind of material But He must have that influence In the dressing room That Robbie Nielsen thinks This guy is a real leader And he's repaying the manager we saw earlier To make very loose Tenuous comparisons Hugh But just because the favourites In a derby Score early It doesn't Uh mean they go on And win the game Um but there is where the loose tenuous comparison ends If you're Lee Johnson That's just well, a terrible way to start the game Credit to Hearts But you've also played a big part in your own undoing Without doubt The defending is atrocious They have lost the ball on the line Byline And you know that's laziness on the part of the Hibs defender uh, Then the goalkeeper isn't emphatic enough And the, 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 the rebound falls between Shankland and a Hibs player And you just know that Shankland's going to get there first uh, so since Wednesday night Hibs are now 5-0 down Celtic beat them 4-0 <laughs> And now they're 5-0 down This is a new record for me We're about 12 minutes in I've not mentioned Shank, um, Halliday's yep. thatch yet Hope it's looking okay um, A bit of growth over Christmas maybe We'll yeah. keep an eye on it Some goals <coughs> in the Championship To tell you about Our broth are one up at Dundee what a shock that would be Michael McKenna uh, And Queen's Park are one up as well On Park Park I saw that I see that yeah. Uh, I did Simon Murray uh, with the goal. Don't forget the oh, we've got a penalty for Livy. It was a Montano shot blocked no. by handball. As you'll find out today, there'll be a bit debates about handball penalties because there always are. Uh, this one is going to be checked by VAR. Uh, Montano was incidentally he was booked earlier for hauling down Paul McGinn uh, on a counter attack, but it looks like a big chance for Livy to go and take the lead there against Motherwell, which would signal some <coughs> worrying times. It was probably already worrying times for Motherwell, you'd have to say. And uh, football does this to you A couple of months ago Ricky Lamy scores at the mm. death Mother will qualify for Europe Livy miss out in the top six Fans on the pitch Ricky Lamy Former Livingston defender of course mm. Is now the man judged to have handballed it Mother well in free fall At yeah. the minute Gordon I'm sorry to say It all looked so positive When Steve Hamill got the job mm. And former Motherwell defender Nicky Devlin's going to take the penalty Against Liam Kelly The former Livingston goalkeeper So you mm. see how this is all yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, This is all right. working when um, you're away to Raith Rovers next season Do you have my caravan <laughs> they, might, they might get relegated anyway If Gordon 
No, I like you. He has no sympathy for anyone. <laughs> Just sticking the dagger right in there. Uh, still waiting. VR is giving it the once over. Um, I'm offered him the caravan. Liam Kelly saves the oh, penalty. Hell. Goal flashes oh. with Clyde Built Home Improvements. But Devlin makes amends on the rebound. Oh. Livingston won, Motherwell nil. Got to be on your toes Do for the rebound. And that's, Devlin when is. Know, that's when you know your luck's out. I mean, nothing going right for Motherwell at the moment. And as I say, this is a, a Livy side minus Scott Pittman and uh, Joel Mubley and Holt as well. Is Devlin always the penalty taker? No. Who? I mean, he scored last uh, two weeks ago, did he, at Celtic Park as well? Uh, Sean Kelly scored a couple and missed a couple Missed didn't a couple So mm. Devlin Have they got no forward thinking players that Does that matter? You took penalties when I you did but I was exceptionally good back. Until I got Ian McCall the sack well, With the missed one Juranovic just you behave Come on I like a centre forward But if you're confident enough but Sean of course would have been up against his brother yeah, so maybe yeah. that was part of the psychology. Oh yes, damn it! Yeah, imagine I that, brother v brother. Yeah, like the old um, days in the oh, I Don't worry, maybe Wraith will be. They'll be all right. Hamilton Ackies, who might not be, by the way. Nil. Wraith Rovers one. Jamie Gullen on yeah. nine minutes. Red John Rankin oh, saying new year. I think the goal has been now checked at Livy. What? Must have been to see if there was anything untoward in the, the either the replay or uh, the, the rebound. Sorry, or encroachment or whatever. Must have been something along those lines. Um both teams are sort of back though in their own half waiting ex- expecting it to to get restarted with Livy one in front but we'll find out we'll get to Jerry who's hanging on the line in just a second this is the beauty of a half past 12 Rangers v Celtic mm. game with an open line in amongst games that are ongoing please bear with us the information at Livingston is coming from David Martindale on the bench <laughs> with the, the mic telling him exactly what's <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's on VR holiday he's as well he's <laughs> He built the bench after all <laughs> Liam Kelly's not happy So I don't know what he feels has gone on um, Eamon Brophy has been Sacrificed if you like Because the Mirren are down to 10 Gogic came on That Brophy not happy at all oh. Well we, we go back to Gordon DL's point of Earlier in the day About leaving Kyogo on the park for Celtic You want your goal scorer round about you Why take off Eamon Brophy If he's your best bet I mean I can see in some places That Livy goal's gone down As a Sondre Johansson own goal so it must have been an almighty scramble because there's Stramash. still there's still no decision yet no. on whether that goal stands. <coughs> and again, if you have to look at it for that long, you saying that if you want if you can find any reason to rule it out, I'm, I'm uh, all for it. But um, but generally speaking, mm. yeah, if you have to look that long, what is it we're we're looking for? Um, so we'll keep you up to speed on that when we find anything else out. Are both two up at Dens? Wow, a great start and a that. shock there. Very big shock in the new year. Uh, Airdrie 2 FC Edinburgh nil as well Callum Gallagher uh, With the goal So a few teams starting quickly Right Penalties to be Retaken oh. At Livy Encroachment No well, yeah, Goalie off the line the, No well these no. are the ones You would look at For encroachment Because ultimately The ball ends up In the back of the net So Whatever player Encroached Did he then have a material impact On the way that the rebound Ends up in the back of the net they, Those are the things Mike, you would Johansson maybe Who you puts it in to, no. to look at or um, was he under pressure it, from a? It could be part of the the scramble, yeah. So yeah, yeah. See, it was a was it the Rangers one in Fiorentina? Remember where the penalty was retaken, and we thought it was for encroachment. And no, then you Napoli, think Napoli, was it Napoli? Napoli sorry, Fiorentina. Fiorentina. Um, so you think if it was Johansson at encroach, Liam Kelly saves the oh. second penalty as well. He saved two penalties in a row, 
uh, for Motherwell And I think Unless we're getting another mad scramble It was the exact same penalty So it's the mind game Same penalty Same outcome And it's still level between Livy and Motherwell What a game Hugh Keevans Yeah That's a great psychological lift for Motherwell Surely you'll go on and do something And you won't need the caravan in Anstruther next season (laughs) We'll see (laughs) Gordon Diel yeah, I, I think that's uh, just a, a warning for Motherwell because that's a difficult place to go. We've got away with one. Got to make sure to capitalise that. We need to get three points on the board, Motherwell. I said the other night there, in the full calendar year last year, seven wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, you ain't going to stay in the league in that sort of form. Um, hopefully, that little bit of luck sometimes just goes for you today. A little bit of change, maybe get out there with a valuable three points. <sighs> So much action Let's go back to the phones And bring in Jerry, Who's a Celtic fan From Kirk and Tillock Jerry, What's on your mind? Uh, first of all How you doing panel Happy New Year Thanks Jerry. Same to you uh, Just basically The, the incident with Golson With, the, with the, the, the penalty decision mm-hmm. Why did VAR Why did it not go to VAR Why did the, the ref Not go and look at the screen When they, obviously It's a clear penalty Well I mean Without at the risk of sounding sarcastic Because they don't think it was it was a clear penalty I get why Jerry's asking So that you remind ourselves of the process John Beaton's on-field decision was no penalty Presumably Either yeah. didn't see it or didn't think it was a penalty uh, Willie Collum and his assistant VAR Would be taking a look And they then need to decide Do they believe there's a sort of clear and obvious error there? Do they feel the need for John Beaton to come and look at it? And the answer's no So John Beaton didn't think it was a penalty What I don't get Gordon is why not allow John Beaton to have a, a, another look at it? Send him yeah. to the monitor. Well, that's a that that's something you'd need to sort of question at any level of football with VAR. The whole point of it is not that the ref goes over all the time. It's that you know if it's a big error, if they feel the refs made that big error, he can go and get a second Jerry, look at it. And you know fine well once they yeah. go and look, they, they tend yeah, to. Yeah. Jerry, for what it's worth. I don't even think it was a hard decision to make I think it was a penalty An obvious penalty And why Willie Collum can have all the facilities in front of him And come up with the decision mm. not to award the penalty Is a mystery to me, Jerry Yeah, Gordon, you you agree with Hugh and Jerry Yeah, yeah but I, I don't think you can just put the blame at Willie Collum Because John Beaton obviously is yards off it And decides it's not a penalty kick Um I just think where he, his reaction, where his hands goes, Gordon, and we've seen it before, and we've st- stood here and agreed and disagreed with decisions. I just thought he was very lucky not to yeah. concede a penalty kick. Jerry, yeah, no, I, t- I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, even when you think about the decisions, I mean, to head the, the one I think about is the Burnaby one at Parkhead, mm-hmm. and the ref went to the thing, and that was never a penalty. But they still went to the the, the screen and they looked and they, they argued and this and they gave the penalty. You see that one and you think to yourself, what, what, what what's going on here? Mark, you know you're, I mean? a, you're a bit more, oh, well, you you're a lot more actually sympathetic to the decision. You you think if that was you, if you were Conor Goldson, you'd feel incredibly hard done by. You're adamant you wouldn't even you wouldn't be shouting for that at the other end. Um, you sure? Uh, listen, uh, oh, no, of course I you think I think that John Beaton should have been directed to have another look. I think that's but then that means it's getting given, then, doesn't it? Well, I think that's only fair because if he's on field referee and he's he's not got a clear a view as Willie Collum did, then mm. it's only right. That's what the technology is there for. Now, having watched it back several times, the only argument for me that it could have been given is Goldson's hand when the ball hits him almost go up the way. 
You know, almost like you would see a goalkeeper kind of try to push something away. That's well, that only can't, a, that can't be good. However, but my <laughs> argument, <laughs> know, but my yeah, I could say well away. But my argument would be that he's silhouette. He, he's not made his body so you position don't think any the bigger. Moves, it doesn't become that much bigger. Not not to stop the the ball. Yeah. The ball's already hit him. I think in the hands when his hands are in it, amongst his face and then move up. Look, I, I said it again. I would, I, I would have. Oh, yeah. Celtic to being awarded a penalty there. I, However, I, I just thought it was harsh. I understand what Jerry's saying about the Burnaby, and also there's another one mm-hmm. involving Matt O'Reilly at Celtic Park earlier in the season. However, you have to forget about them. It was different people working in the VAR, different pairs of eyes on the case. In isolation, Connor Goldson today, for me, impedes the progress of the ball. And yep. it's a clear cut penalty A few people tweeted in Gordon as well um, Because of things that we mentioned Andy says it as well um, The ball's heading to goal today Golden saves it It's heading towards goal Given that's been the narrative all season From you and this radio station That's surely a penalty I don't think it's my narrative Andy mm. That would just be the sort of and The thing is about the O'Reilly and Burnaby one That they were wrong Those were wrong decisions And we have argued And we've stood on here and said we could not believe they were given. It doesn't mean then that every other handball should be judged to the same standard. The referees mm. and officials got them I both mean, I, wrong. I do get why fans sort of get frustrated like that, but Jerry, yeah. if you, the reason I would be reluctant, Gordon, because you all agreed Burnaby's was mm. wrong. The difference between those two, if you want to compare them, and you still think Burnaby's is wrong, let me underline that for anyone that thinks you're disagreeing. It's a handout by the side. So I don't know I'm just, You're trying to be the psychologist mm-hmm. For the referee here Mark's saying he thinks That Goldson's hand is I don't know Inside his silhouette Or whatever mm-hmm. or it, it doesn't It doesn't make him That much bigger To block the ball Burnaby's the hand Was out by his side Even though you lot Think that was a mistake anyway um, I, I don't know do, do, you, do you have a mind To compare? No, look I, I, I'm with Mark there When he, he turns around And says look See for just those Extra couple of minutes John Beaton's on-field referee, he sees it, he doesn't give it. Willie Collum, obviously, in the book, doesn't give it. Now, if there's any doubt, let the referee, I know what you say, Gordon, usually when they go over there, you think, oh, it's a penalty kick. Let John Beaton go over, just take a deep breath and say, yeah, yeah I, I caught I, that right. I, I, get, got, I get And that. I think that I get clears that. everything. I get that, but at the very core of VAR, forget the Scottish Premiership, forget John Beaton or Willie Collum or whoever, at the core of VAR, and you might think it's a subtle thing, but that's not how it's meant to work. Just like, oh, well, we'll just see what he thinks. I, I, that isn't how it's meant to work. What I w- would like to know, though, Willie Collum is the most experienced official in the country. I think that if it, if he determines that that was not a penalty, then I'd like him to explain to me why it's not a penalty. Because for me, it's a fairly easy decision to make. Hmm. But when you're saying Gordon well, It's not right. the way it's meant to work Surely Everything that's referred To the referee To go and have a look at Is not To be overturned It's to give him yeah. A better look uh, Than he yet, first got But yet we know that it is Usually isn't it The ref usually, it usually is, the monitor. But I, I think we've seen Decisions mm-hmm. in the World Cup as well That the referees had a look And stuck by His original decision I just think we get A better outcome If If Beaton has a look And you know what We go back to the The old Argument which never moves on about It would be nice to just hear an explanation Maybe would it rest on it Some refs have appetite for it Some don't Do they only um, Do they only explain it When it when it's a perceived mm. mistake Because I must admit right This had not occurred to me 
in the slightest It had not occurred to me in the slightest And I've seen it a lot of times Now someone's sending me the clip And saying Does it hit Goldson's foot first? Which would then mean That it's not a handball yeah. Does it Does it skip up off Goldson's toe Before it hits his hand? And I'm now looking at it thinking Well I, didn't, I don't think so I didn't think it did Then I look Who'd be a ref? I don't know You can decide <laughs> uh, I didn't see it myself uh, Jerry, That way I'll, I'll show you in a second Jerry What um what do you take away from it in a footballing sense? Do you just, you know, is that, is that a good point, so to speak? Or, uh, to be honest, it's probably a good point for Celtic, mate, because they were. That's probably this, the worst game they've played since uh, Love Street. To be fair, uh, so we're kind of lucky to give away a point. But then again, when you go one up, one down up Ibrooks, you should be seeing the game out and whatever. But uh, when you get decisions like that, you think to yourself, ah, do you know what I mean? So. Um, I think you nah, might be a wee bit That is what it is That is what it is I, I think you're a bit harsh On your own team there Jerry Because you know You say when they go One up at Ibrox You should see it out They went one up at Ibrox After two minutes And the I game think it was about the, Four and a half But I take your point Well the, the game lasted 97 minutes in total uh, So I do think it's a great Point for Celtic one that they did not look like getting And that's why I keep on using the description It's a psychological kick in the teeth For Michael Beale and for Rangers And the, the players and fans uh, Because they thought they had it wrapped up James Sands come on I'm sure Because Michael Beale thought We'll just hold this We've got them here And it didn't work out that way And that's the Celtics Credit And the mantra came true again We never stop I mean Gordon like, I've showed you that clip I, that, the front angle, <coughs> that front angle's rubbish You can't, you just can't mm. tell if that Well I can't anyway You can't tell if that hits Goldson's foot From that front angle Now the referees in the VAR room They'll, they'll have, you would imagine They'll have seen different angles um, Can you tell from no, that one? No, uh, Mark and I first. have both looked at it about three or four times That just showed you how difficult it is To get these big calls correct um, When I look at the overall game I think a point a piece is a fair. I don't think it was a classic, but it still the excitement of a Rangers and Celtic game. Um, you know, Rangers fans will be disappointed because they thought they had that three points. But you're up against a Celtic team that just keep going and keep going and keep going. And the quality they've got, all they needed was one. And I think Poster Cogler will be walking out there a very, very happy Celtic manager because there's no damage. Another game out the road. And uh, nine points plus 20 goals, I think, goal difference. He ain't coming back from that. Yeah, I mean, Jerry takes it, if you like, on the chin. He says, you know, fine, you know, still nine points. Thinks Rangers, uh, Celtic should have seen it out, Mark. How do you view it? Um, look, I think, same as the guys, Ange Postacoglu and the Celtic players will go away happy. I've been there before when you leave Ibrox, even if you are the superior team, but you still come away with a point and you think okay job done particularly when you've got a lead like Celtic and you don't have to go forcing things now I just keep going back to Postacoglu's standards and what he sets he wants his team to play the same way against all opposition and play a certain standard and I think Celtic fell below that today now I have to give them huge credit though because I'd said a couple of weeks ago the mentality of this team is as good as I've seen in a Celtic side that they keep going to the end and Celtic you know, I've always mm. been linked with late goals, even in my time. But this team are something special. Jim Duffy, you're in the stadium, and you're. If <laughs> 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 you're freezing by now, uh, my apologies. Uh, you'll be blissfully unaware of this stuff at times, Jim. That you know that that's VAR. There are, there are ways that 
you know, VR is in some respects it's a it's a television sport. Yeah, I mean, you meant you mentioned there, Gordon, that the fact is it could have flicked off someone's foot or an R part of his body, which obviously, as I said, that 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 would say it. Another thing is, if Willie Collum doesn't think it's a clear, obviously, as you mentioned, then he doesn't have to ask the referee. If he just if he looks at it and says it's not apparently, he just tells John Beaton it's not apparently. And he got on, but it doesn't have to go to the monitor. It's only if he thinks there's a an error, he would then send John Beaton. But uh, let's take all that in consideration. We've said before, there's there's a hundred penalties a year at every level that um, you know we all debate that there are never penalties. Um, just from your description, I would say that if it was a, a free kick, for instance, you see someone jumping up and putting their hand in front of their chest. If that hits their hand, then that would definitely be given as a penalty. So it doesn't always have to be away from the yep. body. Um, so you know, listen, there, there, there are very debatable calls when it comes to handball. That that's for sure. Before we send you on your way, just overall, is, is it is it quite a simple, big picture analysis, Jim? That you know Celtic just take that point and move on, and are still nine points clear, and it's a huge gap for Rangers. Is is it as simple as that? Yeah, I think it's pretty much so because Celtic's form over the course of the season is is immense. You know, so they're going to have little dips in performances now and again. You can't be brilliant every single game, but when you're not at your best and you go to your biggest rivals and still come away with a point and still keep the differential the same, then you know you you can't be too unhappy. I mean, obviously, I haven't heard the interviews from from uh, Ange Postecoglou yet or, or Michael Beale, but. You know, I think that uh, you know when you go away to to any of your, your rivals, I'm sure if you ask Lee Johnson, they would take a point, or he's going to guys. Of course, they would absolutely bite the hand off you. So, you know, from from Celtic's point of view, nowhere near their best in terms of performance, but still managed to get a, a positive result. From Rangers' point of view, a, a marked improvement in the second half, but still not good enough to beat a Celtic team who were but below their normal levels so there was a, a, an opportunity missed there for Rangers um, and, and I think Rangers have got the, the, the more work to do than Celtic have Celtic have continued to do their business have got more size I think we haven't even mentioned Alistair Johnson his debut nice and steady nothing nothing out of the ordinary Mate, could have done a little bit better against Ryan Kent you know he shifted it quick to his right foot not not so sure but overall a nice steady um, debut in Celtic I said, have, have, have brought players in uh, early uh, to compete for places I think Michael Beale's going to have a busy January and an even busier summer Good man Jim Duffy thank you get up the road get that cold cleaned up Yeah try my best Good man that's Jim Duffy Cheers. there uh, at Ibrooks, having enjoyed a four goal thriller Ben Williamson um, on loan at Dundee from Rangers has been sent off 30 minutes in uh, and they're 2-0 down at home to Arbroath so that's a disastrous start uh, right, what have we got here? Um, we've had a big chance for Kevin Van Veen, but it's saved after a Shamal George mistake. Sibic had the ball. Oh, right, strap yourselves in. Ready for this? Follow me now if you can. Sibic has the ball in the net. Kevin Clancy gives a foul the other way, but it might have been a penalty to Hearts. So VAR is going to check the penalty to Hearts. Help me. And oh, by the way, don't, don't even start me on um, Motherwell earlier on because... Motherwell's official explanation is that after Liam Kelly saves the penalty, a Motherwell player handballs it. Right, and, and, and mm-hmm. the penalty's given. Um, but other people just seem to think it was just simply off the line by Liam Kelly. He was off his line. They take it again, and this opens up another can of worms, Hugh. It's about the um, about the the level of communication. You're at Livy. There's no big screens. The stadium announcer's trying his best to tell you. And... Um, you know, the level of communication Fans are a bit in the dark Media are in the dark This is not Our problem Alone 
I watched Brighton against yeah. Arsenal with my grandson, Brighton season ticket holder, and Brighton thought they'd made the score 4-3 with six minutes to go, and it was given offside after VAR had found half an elbow mm. to be offside, and I, I just think, no, we're overcomplicating yeah. our game, our game, whether it's English football, yep. Scottish football, whoever's football, and uh, you know, the, you've already described to us Incidents that are taking place that are beyond understanding. Mm-hmm. I think, and you know what, Gordon, on that, we are primitive in some areas of technology, right? There, there's no big screen at Livy, and obviously some of the big fancy grounds round about will have big screens. But see, see, to be honest, see, to be fair, see, even when there is a big screen, as far as I'm, as I can think, all the information you get really is checking, checking penalty, checking yeah. offside. You, you don't get. And that's why it is frustrating for fans But as Hugh says It's not just us You, you don't get this big expl- That's the problem with VR uh-huh. You don't get this big explanation To say Oh we're checking to see If this player handled this You get minimal information um, And I mean this Hearts one is <laughs> It's th- been going th- on th- for By a the while. way this is why I do have a level of sympathy Because there is layers to this right Because they're checking an offside yeah. But you then need to check prior to that They're now checking if there was a handball by Hibs So you're kind of checking You need to do that in that order Because if it's offside well, then I'll, then the play looks offside Can't continue But then the handball comes after, after it Exactly Yeah it's and Do you know what Kevin Clancy goes to the monitor No It's so a penalty We probably are looking at a Hearts penalty here Hope I've not sent you all to but, sleep I'm sorry Yeah so how did Sorry Gordon How's that work then Because offside is Before the penalty mm-hmm. Civic's in an offside position That then is rebounds he? out But is he? Certainly right. looked like So it. firstly yeah. You have to establish that Then you would have to establish But is it the same phase of play? Is it the same attacking phase of play? Did Hibs have controlled possession? Did Hibs have the chance to clear it? Did the attacking phase of play restart? So it's alright for us to say This is a joke, it takes too long But guess what? See everyone that wanted perfection in the rules mm. This is what you asked for But Okay, we accept that you can't get perfection But Have we now overcomplicated mm. the game To the extent mm. that we are going to put people I think, off I think if you're a fan there what, 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 And you're watching gen, it, you what, That's the thing what, Worldwide you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah That's the thing that, that's 100% That was always the, the criticism of VAR We're yeah. just catching up Right but if you had the opportunity now Would you get back to the old ways of refereeing? And no the I, I, know. I still like the drama that? I just don't like the time And the lack of information In the stands But I don't know If we'll ever get away with that I think what you've got to bear in mind This is human nature And I'm no psychologist But you're remembering The long checks And mm-hmm. you're remembering The supposed controversies If you go back to before How many Offside goals Are going to stand incorrectly And vice versa You know it, it, it has cleared up a lot of those But you don't remember them Because they're bread no, and butter no. And you, you remember all yeah, that Yeah I think I think in the long run You get more right than you do wrong Well you of do course. the stats back of, that Yeah up. of course you do And it gives a Listen These guys in the middle Who were taking criticism Game after game after game They're delighted with it Gordon It helps them Yes they still come in for a bit of criticism But at least he's getting a bit of help Penalty hearts after all that Now it is a long long check It was that, That's not to say that it can't be streamlined I'm not for a second suggesting that It's just the nature of the beast To an extent though So it is going to be a penalty hearts Any, any card for Bashiri Involved um, in that He's the one at handballs it Yeah I'm not sure Almost on the line Almost a, You would call it a good save uh, so Lauren Yeah yellow Yellow for Bashir yeah. uh, So Lauren Shankland Will look for a double here He's been a very And I don't mean to do Hugh Keevans on him here um, The 
very reliable penalty taker. I mean, Ross Ogilvie yeah. telling me both VAR checks. Ibrooks today said on the screen VAR check potential penalty handball. I get that, Ross, but I'm talking about that's still not that's not loads of detail, is it? If there's lot, no, yeah, if, yeah, if there's yeah. a lot that's been going on. Actually, when the that's game went a simple on, one because everybody knows. Yeah, what's going on there? The one at Ibrox today because we looked at it when the ref was checking it before we seen the replay, and you thought was that was there a handball before it actually fell to. To Goldson exactly. um, So not a lot of information to add. Here comes Lauren Shankland Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Well you'd need to be a very understanding football fan To say Oh we got there in the end With the right decision Which I suppose we did um, But it does You know it kinda, it, it, That took an age And anyway it's a, it's a penalty uh, And Lauren Shankland converts it So Hearts 2 Hibs nil. You never examine the consequences Of what's taking place the captain of Hearts, Lauren Shankland, is now on a hat-trick. The manager of Hibs, Lee Johnson, is now in deep, deep trouble. And it's turning out to be the kind of afternoon you thought it would be for Hibs. When your luck is out and when your form is poor, this is what happens. Got one of these. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. And Livingston do take the lead this time. Uh, eventually after that penalty drama Earlier Morgan Boys With a header At the back post Good time to score If you're Livy Stevie Hamill Not good Well particularly when you look at Livy And you touched on it earlier You know the injury problems Suspension problems That they've got And you then think Oh fancy our chances here You've already lost a goal to a penalty That's been disallowed And then you lose this one To make it 1-0 So No Not to, ideal for your to side To be fair Gordon Any mm. Any optimism from Motherwell would be wiped out by the fact that their squad's not in a good place in, in a number of ways anyway. No, the Motherwell fans are crying out for recruitment, Gordon, new players in. Uh, we did bring a centre-half in. I think he's on the bench yeah. after him. By the way, that goal's been checked as well, the second, oh. for, uh, the, the first one for Lenny. Is there Is there funds available for Motherwell to do anything? Uh, you know, they've been particularly good at going down south. Move. In years gone by and, and picking up some bargains But It's been a mixed bag though That's the thing You'll remember the good ones Because that's what happens Ah But um, there's a lot of But you're probably A lot of You just can't get them all right So can you? Yeah. You're going to dip into that Sort of market You're never getting them no, all right Graham Alexander You know I suppose Knew that Region Stevie Hamill Has he got that same pool Has Alan Burrows Got the connections it's tough but they need something Because mm-hmm. they are in free fall at the minute um, David Friel says they are checking it again They're checking for offside It's getting ridiculous At the same time If it's offside, 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 it's offside. Yeah. Yeah. So This is the It's not ridiculous if you're Stevie Hamill This is what's ludicrous yeah. about it There we go Just Because that's the thing Stevie Hamill's job or, or any manager Could depend on that And you're say you're two down from a penalty and an offside goal yeah. and you lose your job goal then it isn't stands there you are you're oh, fine the job's still under threat and again Hugh there's a, there is a human nature to this where at a game like that every long check that happens you're, you're more and more beaten down by it because you've had to live through the previous ones yeah but at the same time You know a check's a check It's not like you can go Oh you know what get, Lads Let's not check this one Because we've already had two checks And it's annoying everybody Yeah You know that, that, <laughs> That's just the nature I, of I, it I understand that But Gordon Dale posed the question A few minutes ago Would you um, Go back to the original ways I think if you had A vote A nationwide vote People in Scotland would say yes Scrap the uh, Fans go back. Yeah Players and management Yes Not for mm, me Not sure Not for me 
I think, listen, we're still in the infancy here and we will always go on about decisions being too long or not right, but mm-hmm. you mentioned it, Gordon, the majority yeah. of them are right. I, I, I think we've got to be not biased to what we feel right now, Hugh, right, right in this second, because yeah. if you, bear with me in the hypothetical, it gets to me and we've got a title race that comes down to a goal that's definitely offside and it's given because we don't have VAR. You're not saying that. You're saying the opposite. You know, we need this, so... I think we'll, we'll test the long-term effects of VAR because, of course... I've never be- been so delighted to interrupt you. My apologies. Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Motherwell back on level terms And it's the only man who tends to score for Motherwell It's Kevin Van Veen Left out due to illness at Ibrox during the week And he's back amongst the goals today It was Shamal George saves it Van Veen hooks in the volley We'll probably check it because that's what we do Um, But there we are Motherwell appear to be level uh, Just before the break Uh, Ten men of Dundee have pulled one back At home to Arbroath 2-1 down That could be a big goal for Stevie Hamill Yeah Great are, res- great are all goals routinely checked? Oh, yeah, you have to yes. that's, the, that's the whole point isn't it To The last thing you want is a goal that stands For a reason that you know Should have been ruled out So, But it doesn't take long That one's checked That one sorry didn't take long It's checked On we go I mean How long will this first half take to negotiate? You know, Quite a while Yeah exactly A good uh, game for, for David The post he'll be enjoying that won't he? The great irony is that the biggest game of all in this country uh, passed off with one VAR controversy Just one And one booking Am I right? Two, Two. But both Two. in As far as I can remember Both in stoppage time But that's uh, that, that's a good thing I think I mean we We spent You know weeks And yourself Hugh was saying VAR Everything will explode In this day with Rangers and Celtic And it, We just The only thing that really disappointed Was the actual standard of football On the pitch Not the VAR Nothing else Controversial It was a game of football That fell Substandard because of the actual players, not decision making. The Goldson one, okay, bit of a debate over it, but apart from that, it was fine. Uh, yeah, it was quite a straightforward afternoon, apart from that, yeah. for, um, for John Beaton, wasn't it? Well, kind of, I, I very strange it took to what, last, last 10 minutes for the bookings. Starfelt, I think, was the first one, is it Tillman? Uh, Ryan Jack. Jack. Ryan Jack for pool, yeah. And I mean, as we've said <laughs> to you, th- this is the rarest, rarest of uh, occasions where. I've not seen a single complaint about the penalty that Celtic conceded. Now, we all know that football bias exists, but on days like this, usually there's yeah. something. Something somebody's spotted something that makes them think it's not a penalty. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. I think the fact that it finished 2-2 uh would stop some Celtic supporters from complaining about the penalty because there, there are no complaints, incidentally. None whatsoever. Carl Starfelt has had the rush of blood. And the challenge is without question a penalty. But the fact that it's 2 2, it keeps everyone quiet a little bit. Uh, unless you're a Rangers fan, in which case you think, how close was that? But not close enough. Right, we're nearly at the end of this first half. Well, that's a lie, isn't it? We're nearly mm. at the 45 minute mark. I don't think uh, many of the games will finish anytime soon. Although we've not heard a great deal from Dave Galloway. It's goalless between Aberdeen and Ross oh, County. Not good, not good. Yeah, that, would, that, that would be a poor one for Jim. The run he's on in Ross County coming to Pataudry. Got to say, you couldn't have wished for probably a, a, a more simple game to get yourself back up and running. Five minutes added at Livy. Yeah, we can understand that because we've spent five minutes talking about the penalty kicks. 
Um, but I totally agree with the boys. It doesn't sound obscene, actually. It sounds yeah. almost like maybe it should have been more. Yeah. Well, like the length of time for the penalty. I know, it was, I know it was slightly different reasons. They seem to take a stricter approach to um, actual stoppages in play as well. But we've just come off a World Cup, the absolute top <laughs> table of world football where everything's supposed to be, um, you know, bang on. And yet, how much extra time, added time do we have I, there? I wondered if that would filter in. And I, I, I think... I heard that and the English four added at Tynecastle. Yeah, that's that's fine. But the English Premier League, when they follow up in the old yep. World Cup, added time. I quite liked it. I I, I mm. did. No time wasting. Anybody thinking they're getting away with anything that's added yeah. on. And I, I'd be as frustrated as anyone. I, I think it it does seem a bit strange whether we do get drawn to the the drama because it's not the case everywhere. One minute added in. Kilmarnock and they've had a, a VAR and a sending off one minute mm. two minutes added at Pataudry so we'll get certainly one of them first you would imagine I'd be interested to hear the sound of the crowd at Pataudry if it's 0-0 half time Red Shed will not be happy no no yeah. Dave will not be happy no. I wonder if Dave gets someone from Dingwall to bring, to bring him a wimpy <laughs> yeah. when, when it's the reverse <laughs> fixture yeah well, and then you've got to factor in is it open today it's just mm. it's a, such an emotional oh what a place is closed today turmoil. I was disappointed I coming down the road I got, road I got sent to a well known supermarket I was back in Motherwell actually Gordon so you know the one yesterday morning one. you need to get an, an extensive list of ingredients because we are making dessert for New Year's dinner so you need to get there and I walked right up to the front door before realising it was shut. It was shut. But it was due to open it, I think, at midday. And I was just mm. a couple of hours early. Oh, Disaster. See, I Disaster. Went, I went for my dinner at a supermarket and it was closed. I went for a steak pie and maybe left oh, that I thought you late. meant like you dinner <laughs> in the canteen. And it was closed. And <laughs> yeah, it was closed. I was so disappointed. Well, I'll tell you what, the wee, the wee guy in the express up the road must have had a field day today with me. I watched him and the good lady going in, open up the shutters. I was sitting there, 7.30, ready to get in the shop, lights on, everything, one's over, just as I'm about to walk in, locked it again, Quite walked right. away. <laughs> Who opens at half seven? It was half obviously seven. eight o'clock. Wait your turn. Anyway, it's half time uh, at Kilmarnock, here's <laughs> Fraser Wishart. It is half time and it's goalless, Kilmarnock nil, Sitman nil, not exactly a classic, a real scrappy 45 minutes, but Sitman will be fairly happy because they've had 10 men since the 7th minute when Ethan Erhorn was shown <coughs> a straight red card but throughout the 45 seats it's been very comfortable indeed really scrappy from the kick-off it suddenly exploded in that 7th minute Ash Taylor on the right-hand side was waiting to take a throw-in then off the ball Rory McKenzie went down I didn't see it, referee Grant Irvin did and he sent off Ethan Erhorn he was indicating it was an elbow VAR Gavin Duncan, the referee there, confirmed and Ethan Erhorn trudged off to give his side a real uphill battle it was 13 minutes to either side even get close to each other's goals. Liam Polworth, 25-yard shot. Struck it really well, but straight at Trevor Carson. And in the 15th minute, Saints made that tactical change. Alex Gogic on for Eamon Brophy. The striker trudged off slowly. Been out of the team for a long time. Only gets his chance today because a younger was injured. He was not a happy man at all. And as you expect, Kelly began to dominate possession. Dan Armstrong getting plenty of the ball on the right-hand side. But he continually was cutting back onto his left foot, trying to end swinging crosses. They were dealt with easily by the tall St Mirren defence. Then good play on the right-hand side. Lewis Mayo with a pass inside. Dummied well by Scott Robinson. Blair Alston running onto the ball, 18 yards out. Fierce shot, and it was turned away well by Trevor Carson high to his left hand side then another end Keanu Bacchus had his head in his hands he knew he should have done better the ball dropped really nicely to him 20 yards out he timed to set himself but he volleyed wide I mean he should have really hit the target but other than that very very few chances uncomfortable dropping off allowing Kilmarnock the ball defending deep 
come up not able to create much and Saints really dangerous and once or twice almost getting through on the break the likes of Kilty and Main and Bacchus and it's Kelly fans who are becoming increasingly frustrated towards half time as they've hardly threatened St Myrne's goal and the question with Eddie McInnes now is I think you'll need to make changes to get in behind the St Myrne defence they need to move the ball much much quicker and get some width into the game because at the moment St Myrne's defence are dealing with everything very comfortably even though they're down to 10 men half time at Rugby Park come on at nil St Myrne nil uh, Montano's down getting treatment for Livy so this could be a, an extra long delay at the end of this one uh, let's go to Pataudry and speak to Dave Galloway Half time Aberdeen nil, Ross County nil. Aberdeen took an early grip of play without seriously threatening the ref said no penalty when Ramirez went down in the box Mayovsky was well off target with a turn and shot and Mayovsky set up Ramirez who drove straight at Laidlaw the host really should have taken the lead when Duke's cross was uh, fielded by Laidlaw the loose ball fell to Kennedy just a few yards out but Yakoviti cleared Kennedy effort off the line. Ross County offering very little in attack in this first half. White uh, did have a bit of a chance but slipped as he turned and the ball went wide. Mostly one-way traffic in fact almost exclusively one-way traffic. Kennedy curled one in from long range but it was comfortably saved. And then in first half injury time Kennedy's ball in was deflected into Laidlaw's arms. For all the Dons good play and there has been plenty of it box to box. The visiting goalie hasn't had a really serious save to make it's Aberdeen nil Ross County nil it's half time at Tynecastle so we'll go there in a, in a moment or two just waiting uh, on Gabriel Aberdeen it doesn't sound like the fans are furious it's only halfway through a game uh, for goodness sake but I'm sure Jim Goodwin will be looking for uh, an upturn in that second half you look at the run that they've been on this comes into the category of a much more so-called winnable fixture that they'll be trying uh, to go and get all three points on at home Against the team bottom of the league Well some things are just unacceptable To fans And the Aberdeen fans would find Five defeats in a row Unacceptable And it puts pressure on A, a good man But it's a managerial life That Jim Goodwin shows And Lee Johnson shows You're putting pressure on yourself In a results driven business If the results aren't there Well apparently a mixture of booze and applause At half time Which is mm. a Quite something. The We've people got who are applauding are applauding the ones who are booing. We've got two other, uh, two other <laughs> half times to bring you from the Premiership. We'll do them next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. They'll collect, repair, and deliver your vehicle, providing a hassle-free service. Reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. After an action-packed first half with various stoppages, it is half time at the Tony Macaroni Arena. David Friel. Yeah, half time Gordon Livingston won Mullerwell one. I think action packs an understatement. It's all square after Kevin Van Veen cancelled out Morgan Boy's opener. But everyone here, including the Livy fans and the Mullerwell fans, is talking about VAR and a double penalty save from Liam Kelly. We'll just go straight to that. Livingston were awarded the spot kick in 14 minutes. It all seemed pretty straightforward. Christian Montano's shot was handled by the Kalerme. There weren't that many complaints really. Then came the drama. Nicky Devlin took it. Liam Kelly saved and the Livy captain bundled in the rebound. Livy celebrated. Both teams returned to the house. They'd set up to restart. It looks if there was no issues at all. Then everyone noticed referee David Monroe was actually checking something and after a lengthy delay he ordered a retake. Why? Well we don't really know, we don't have pictures here, there was no communication really, but I'm told from someone who has seen the footage that Liam Kelly was off his line and that Nicky Devlin potentially handled when scoring. So the upshot of that was a retaking penalty. 
Nicky Devlin went the same way, so did Liam Kelly, and the Motherwell keeper made the same save again. It was exactly the same penalty. Incredible stuff here. Overall, it's been pretty even. Both sides have had chances. Levy took one in 39 minutes with Stephen Kelly's deep free kick. Decent free kick, terrible marking from Motherwell. Morgan Boyce unmarked at the back post and he nodded in. But to be fair to Motherwell, they half had chances and they fought back well and got equalised on 42 minutes. Sean Gost, a shot saved by Shamal Joss from close range. But Kevin Van Veen, who, look, who has looked really, really good today, was in the right place to hook in a volley. Motherwell could have gone 2-1 up just before the break. Sean Goss, great free kick in. Sondra Solholm, completely unmarked, but he volleyed over the bar. So, half-time, Livingston won, Motherwell won. This one's in the balance. Uh, some technical difficulties at Tynecastle. What I can tell you is that Hearts lead by two goals to nil at the break. Two Lawrence Shanklin goals. The first one, not great defending uh, by Hibbs. Josh Janelli's effort saved. And there was Shanklin showing those strikers' instincts to just poke the ball home. On the rebound The second one was a whole lot more Confusing Hearts did have the ball In the back of the net Sibic They had to check if it was offside uh, And it wasn't presumably Or they thought it was a different Attacking phase of play Because when the ball then hits Rocky Bashiri in the hand A penalty It was given To Hearts And the same man in the same outcome Lawrence Shankland In unbelievable Goal scoring form Recently Those his 17th and 18th Of the season um, And if you look at his last four games uh, I think that's his sixth goal in the last four games So he's in red hot goal scoring form And Hearts lead at the break Okay the second half's are next And because this is a bit different today With the big match in Glasgow earlier The phone lines are open What did you make of it? 01419511025 We'll speak to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair Fault and non-fault insurance specialist Robert will even pay your excess the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are in the studio. We've got the top team round the grounds and it is an extremely busy show. So bear with us because we've got three... Uh, we've got three o'clock games that are sitting at a half-time break at the moment. So we'll keep you up to speed on what's happening there. We're still getting over... Uh, Rangers 2, Celtic 2 Looking back on the big talking points With you on the phones We've opened the phone lines early On that one On 01419511025 um, Still to bring you what The manager said as well So stay tuned for that And we're up and running On a new calendar year In Scottish football Hugh Keevans Yeah very interesting start It was too Celtic scoring from an Alfredo Morelos mistake A James Tavernier mistake <clears throat> But a tremendous finish from Dyson Meda uh, and then at the start of the second half Finding themselves after seven chaotic minutes 2-1 behind But on a day when they were not playing particularly well They finished particularly well Kyogo First goal against Rangers since joining Celtic And it gets Ange Postacoglu a very handy point Which maintains the nine point differential And with the goal difference as High as it is Effectively 10 points in front Celtic 01419511025 We are uh, Digesting the 3 o'clock games as well At Gordon DL And you have to say The biggest score line Is that one in the Edinburgh Derby Huge game Hearts leading Hibs by 2 goals to nil Yeah um, It doesn't uh, look good for Lee Johnson Obviously went into that game A poor run of results um, He got off the hook a little bit With his victory against Livingston at home But Apart from that, the results have been poor. You're playing your fiercest rivals. You're hoping for a big performance. You're trailing 2-0. They need a big improvement in the second half. 
Um, the next goal's got to be so important at Tynecastle. The other one as well is obviously Jim Goodwin. Uh, coming a bit for a bit of criticism at Pataudry. Nil-nil against the bottom of the, the league. He'll be looking for a win up there and get his season going again. I did say the phone lines were open, so let's go to Frank, who's a Celtic fan from Hamilton. What's on your mind tonight, Frank? Hello, good afternoon, panel. Hello. Hi, uh, obviously I'm a Celtic fan. Uh, just got a couple of points and that. Uh, I heard you saying earlier that uh, nobody had complained about the Rangers penalty. Right, so I watched it, I've watched it several times. I watched it on Sky, obviously, today. Uh, and you actually see uh, Sakala stands in Starfield's ankle and then goes down and does the splits. And, and they got a penalty. And I've just watched it on Twitter there. You actually see uh, John beating mouth and what is it he said? Uh, it's no mad decision. Right, you actually see it. If you've seen, I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. Are you, right. sure, that, are you sure that's not the clip? Um... From when Goldson handballs it And there's the VAR check Are you sure that's not when it pans to John Beaton? I stand corrected But my point is It's never a penalty kick Right, so my point is Why did they not go to VAR and look at mm. it? Right, that's my point Okay, well Mark Wilson um, Is is Frank right? Should, were Rangers so, given a, a wrongly awarded penalty Were Celtic hard done by? Um, no, I can't, I can't agree with Frank I, I thought at the time When I seen Starfelt Charging over I, I say it again There was one or two things Going to happen He was going to get it spot on And the ball was going to go one way Or it was a penalty kick Now I think Sakala just checked back I think then Starfelt Takes Sakala's Standing leg away And he gave the referee An easy decision In my opinion I, I thought it was clear As anything Frank obviously sees a different thing From me But I would have Again Stand here and say I would have loved it To be the wrong decision but for me, John Beaton got that one right. Where is the wrong decision is the centre half for Celtic making the, the tackle in the box going. He doesn't need to go to ground. Sakala is a forward player. You're in that position, you're hoping that centre half's going to do what uh, Starfield done. You, you're hoping he's got to go to ground and slide in. The minute that happens, the referee deems that as a penalty kick and I don't think there's a lot of people going to argue with it. On this day, whenever Celtic play Rangers or Rangers play Celtic, Fans see what they want to see. So you, you don't agree that Frank said, you know, Frank says that Starfield's foot's down and then uh, Sakala stands on him. No, it's that, that simply does not happen. I mean, I, on, a, on one hand, I see where Frank's coming from in the sense that Sakala's foot ends up on Starfield on oh. top of it, but I don't know. Is that, does that mean it's not a penalty? Well, you know, I go back to it. We've got a former Celtic fullback here telling you that, in his estimation, it is 100% correct. He might be talking rubbish. No, <laughs> thanks, Gordon. Just, I'm just saying it's possible. Just because you're a former Celtic fullback, I, I go back to the, I go back to the point. People see what they want to see, and it's a penalty every day of the week. And that's the thing, Gordon. I mean, we've we've got to call it the way we see it. Now, Frank's entitled to his opinion. Of course, he has. If he sees it that way, then he will be bewildered why a penalty kick was given. If I saw Sakala stand in Starfield's foot, I'd be standing here the same as Frank. But I just blatantly didn't see that at all, Frank. Hugh, listen, watch it again, right? And uh, the most biased guy on Sky Television, who's actually toned it down the last couple of games, Chris Boyd said it's not a penalty. So I take what you, you want from that. He said, well, I, I, I'll tell you what I take from that. I take absolutely nothing from that because you asked me for my opinion. Mm. I, I'm not interested in Chris Boyd's opinion. I'm giving you the evidence of my eyes. Good luck to Chris Boyd if that's what he thinks, but. 
That is not what I saw And there we are I stand corrected I didn't give it long enough Because I said earlier We haven't had any complaints yet But John's on Twitter He says Was it a tackle Or is he trying to block the shot From the attacker So the striker then stands on him As the defender doesn't make a challenge I don't know What that means uh, you, you need to clear that up for me I mean Starfield Look Let's be right here Starfield gets it all wrong it, Juranovic in the first instance Gets it wrong Sakala does what any good striker will do And anticipate Starfield coming in to make the challenge Your centre half does not need to charge into something that quick In the box And make a sliding challenge And he gets it wrong He unfortunately For a Celtic point of view Catches Sakala's foot And it's as clear as that for me It's a penalty kick and Now if that was the other side If Jota had jinked inside Tavernier Or a Goldson And that was a contact I bet you Frank would be on this phone saying that is a stonewall penalty. And I think the, the reaction of the, the players tell it all as well, Gordon. I didn't see Starfelt getting up and really crying wolf that that was not a penalty kick. Um, I, I agree with Mark. I don't think, as a centre-back, you should be making that tackle and put yourself in the position. And I think he gives the referee an easy decision to make. Mm, we're agreeing to disagree. Thank you, Frank, uh, from Hamilton. 01419511025. Back underway. In the second halves of the games around And uh, still plenty of work to be done Livy Motherwell's poised at one each St Johnson, Dundee United Aberdeen, Ross County Kelly St Mirren all goalless as well, Hugh My focus is on Tynecastle and Pataudry uh, If 2 nothing for Hearts becomes 3-4 Lee Johnson's in a bit of bother It's going to finish in a Hearts win anyway So that's 9 defeats in 11 games for Lee Johnson at Pataudry 0-0 at half time Is unsatisfactory If it's 0-0 at full time That's even more unsatisfactory Or If Ray, uh, Ross County were to Get a goal Jim Goodwin would be Very much in trouble Oh it must be a big day Of Scottish football Because we're now doing the Still images of tackles pit Routine I mm. must admit That's always been a bit of a bugbear of mine You think that would Grow a bit old now That people realise That still images Don't paint An accurate picture of a tackle Because you could take Any still image Of any tackle And say There you go The studs are up Or There you go That proves his contact Elsewhere That still image Or whatever still image You're looking at Gordon Could be taken from any Any time In the whole tackle um, Livy have made a change Montano Was he in the wars Earlier on I think He's off Bradley is on for Livy Remember that one is level We had major VAR drama Don't get me wrong You won't hear about it As much as you'll hear about Stuff from Ibrooks earlier on That's the supply and demand Nature of it all um, But there was quite a lot To digest from Livy earlier on uh, And it's one all now there uh, In that one Do you know what we've not done yet? Hear from the managers Good Should we? Yes. I think we yeah. possibly should Let's do Michael Beale first up then We give away two really bad goals In a game where we've uh, probably the, the, we started the game four or five minutes really well we give away a terrible goal everyone can see that I thought the boy took it really well but for, for us it's one of them things I sat here and spoke about in midweek unopposed turnovers um, it took us 15 to 20 minutes to shake that off I thought and then I thought from 30 minutes onwards we've been decent in the game Alan's not had much to do we had two big opportunities with Alfredo uh, big chance with Ryan Kent so at half time it was more about belief I wanted to show much more quality with the ball. I thought we were turning the ball over far too cheaply and it was too obvious. It was clear to everyone that Sakala's pace was going to cause them some problems. But we didn't have to be so obvious in how we went there. We needed to make a few more passes. 
We needed a big moment to make up for the mistake. We got that. We got our noses in front. We were good value for that after that. I thought we were winning more duels. We were staying with the ball more. We have a chance to go 3-1 with maybe with Malik. So on the day, the chances were with us. We've conceded a really bad second goal. Um, first time in the game where we sort of... We, uh, we stopped doing what I'd asked them to do defensively and we, we were following runners the wrong way rather than getting up to the ball. So, listen, it's, uh, it's disappointing because we were two or three minutes away from winning the game. There was a lot of things in the performance I needed to see. We did a lot of really, really good things today. Uh, we're no further away than what we were five games in terms of the, uh, uh, of the points. The points are the same. There's 18 games to play. It's Celtics to throw away in terms of a league. But in terms of our mentality and where we are, I think we're one or two steps ahead of where we were five weeks ago, but we need to be another ten more. I think that's uh, an honest assessment. Uh, it's Celtics to throw away, and Celtic won't throw it away. There's too great a gap between the, the teams, and too great a gap in terms of points. So Celtic will win the league, uh, and he knows, Michael Beale knows, that he has to get other players in, because if it's about belief... That Rangers side doesn't have sufficient belief Unless you overhaul that team Celtic will go on and win the league next season And the one after I think he's spot on with that assessment Particularly what he says right at the end there That Rangers he thinks are four or five steps ahead Of what they were when he arrived However they need to be ten steps further down That's, that's right Because when you look at Celtic Celtic had an off day today Didn't play particularly well However they still got out of Ibrox 2-2 And that kind of shows you the difference in quality in the side where it was needed and substitutions were needed to get something at the game. Ange Postacoglu turned around his bench and saw so much quality that he brought on and made a difference. And Michael Beale made changes who some Rangers fans are saying did the opposite. So they've got a long way to go. He could take heart out the fact that they didn't lose the game because I just wonder if Van Bronckers was still in charge with a feeling around that squad if that game would have ended the same way, if Rangers would have managed to scrap themselves back into the game and and go one in front, you know, just early in the second half. I'm I wonder if that would have happened. I'm going to sit in the fence with that, Mark, because I listened to four and five steps ahead of where we were when he came in. I don't think you will get a better chance to beat Celtic. Did he mean? Did he specifically mean mentality-wise? Though is that what he meant? Yeah, well, I think, I think yeah. he said that. At the end, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you'll get a better chance than today to beat Celtic. Now let's not be kidding here. Celtic have been absolutely incredible. Posta Coglu did have the luxury, and Mark was right to say we're two one down. The worst comes to worst. We're walking out here six points ahead with a good goal difference. We can throw in an extra forward. Keep Kyogo and go four two four. Whereas. Beal then looked at the 2-1 the scoreline and thought, I'm happy with what I've got. Made negative substitutions. And I do not blame him for it whatsoever because I'm sure a lot of managers would have said the same to themselves. Look, let's just see out the game. The three points is so, so important. And it sort of backfired on him. There's a lot of work to be done for Michael Beal. He needs a transfer window in. He needs new players. He needs mm. players that's going to play to his style. And then hopefully they can kick on from there. Um, Dundee, who were 2-0 down at home to our broth and down to 10 men, have now equalised a Zach Rodden penalty. What a turnaround that would be. And you never know, maybe the type of result they look back on uh, if it manages to spur them on towards promotion. Let's go to Robert, who's a Rangers fan. 
from Barhead. What did you make of it, Robert? We just heard from the manager. Yeah, I'm just back to the game there. I'm, I'm absolutely uh, frustrated, disappointed, because like all Rangers supporters are quite sure they said we had that game won today. It was there for the taking. There's no two ways about it. Celtic really you know, were comfortable in the game, and I didn't think Celtic played particularly well. They were just playing like a comfortable level. Whatever. Rangers, for me, um, at times of the game were scrappy, but they had some fantastic chances to win that game. Um, but the one that really concerns me um, as much as I do like Michael Beal because I can see there's a lot more fight in that team now and uh, was the substitutions now when Celtic there were there for the taking today and I just can't go over these substitutions why Sands Scott Wright were on now Arfield has been a good substitute he's been an impact player and even an unfit Kolach. We were really needing the three points today, and I just can't go over why he's sort of surrendered that 2-1. And he was on and said, well, you criticise him if he didn't make the wrong or the rest of it. But I'm basing it on today's game that Celtic were definitely there for the take today, and he should have really went for that juggler. Alfield should have been on, Cholach should have been on. That game should have really been done and dusted at 3-1, and I had a good feeling for that, you know. But Ellis, uh, uh, do you know what, in this fixture, he has done absolutely nothing at all in this fixture. And I've got to say, that was one of his worst performances. And that pass was unbelievable. We, that sort of kind of, um, that goal really flattered us in it in six minutes or something. You know, we had all the game plan, the tempo going and everything. And that depleted Rangers. And he's... I just don't know what to say But it's certainly missed as well Okay well, let's go through some of that Because there's a lot there Start with that latest point Robert wanted more from Alfredo Morelos today I think Rangers have painted themselves into a corner With Alfredo Morelos I don't think there's anyone that would buy him Right now If they had a good look at him And uh, Rangers are in a position Where they they have to decide Whether to extend his contract And he has made No Attempt to sign an extension To the contract so that for me They've got a player there Who's not the player He once was And the player he once was Was very good But He's not the same man anymore And Now They have to decide Whether it's worthwhile Holding on to him Clearly the mistake For the first goal Gordon is mm-hmm. the The standout moment We said it We said you don't play A blind pass like that And put Tavernier in trouble Now As much as you can say Tavernier could have got Morelos out of trouble by defending a bit better um, It was a poor pass Especially early on in the game Especially with the, the nature of the game And how important it was I thought Morelis offered nothing today Gordon I don't think he had great service um, I know Robert's talking about You know the negative substitutions And he's 100% right with Sands coming on But I can totally get that I would have brought Arfield on the pitch at some point Because I think he can he can do both for me. He can go and work for you. He's an experienced player. He knows his fixtures. He can get you the goal, timing of the run, but he can also defend as well if you need them behind the ball. I thought where his big mistake, if I'm going to be critical of the Rangers manager, was when he took Morelis off, I thought he made the wrong tactical move. I would never have played Sakala through the middle. He can't play there. He was having a good time on the right-hand side. I would have kept him there and maybe brought on someone like Cholak, but... It's okay after an event Because Michael Beale 
has went four games. He's trying to progress. Rangers fans are liking what they're seeing. He's got two one in his hands. He's got three points. So we said it on the show. What do we think will he do? Will he stick or twist here? He obviously went for the stick and it didn't work out for him. The great oh, listen, the points on Morelos is he's nowhere near the player he was for Rangers. His contract is ticking down. I do not think it's worth the X amount of pounds per week to renew his contract. I think his best days at Rangers are behind him. Now, the, the mistake today, I would, I would more blame, people might find this funny, I would more blame Tavernier's involvement and Goals' involvement because the pass is a poor one. Maeda's touch isn't particularly good and Tavernier has plenty of time to clear that and when he doesn't, I think the centre-half, Connor Goldson can do a lot better than he did but I get that people will stick in their head it does sort of start there doesn't it I mean I don't think yeah, maybe Lundstrom doesn't cover himself in glory immediately before but of course uh, the past Jim it said, always just, looks the worst yeah. but I think when you uh, when you look at the finer details the ball is there for Tavernier who underhits the pass it's not as if Tavernier's dipped out of a tackle he's underhit the pass do you, take, do you take any positives Robert in any way yeah, I do. The reason I take the positives from the game is because I thought a lot of fight in the team, and that's something we've been lacking under Gio Van, Van Bronckhorst. Uh, you can actually see that his half-time team talk done well because they were sliding into tackles, they were fighting, and uh, I got some positives for that. They were actually, because you know, they're a big physical team, and uh, they were definitely matched today. But uh, I don't think Celtic were firing all cylinders today. And uh, it was Rangers Day, and I thought I actually said before the game that we would win the game two by two one. Um, but it's just disappointing. Those little wee things in football, your substitutions and that, you've got to make that right decision at the time. It was it was desperate for us to get the three points. Not like you know it's, it's so close. We badly, badly needed the three points. I, I'm talking about you got to throw the kitchen sink out at you know, the last uh, ten minutes of the game, and you have got to go for it. You've got to kill that game. You've got no other choice to do that. And again, he's probably going to run back and say, you know, it's all ready, said and done and dusted now. Perhaps, maybe, he would have, you know, said, yeah, I should have went for it, you know. I, it was mystifying why, uh, again, our field didn't come on. Gordon, he's a favourite of yours. Yeah. Would you agree with Yes, I, I, I would, because I think you can play our field in a situation where He'll do, go and do his work. He'll get behind the ball. He's a good reader of the game. And when Celtic went four-two-four, Gordon, so they're they're throwing they're throwing everything at it. They've got two two guys up through the middle, two wide guys. You're going to hit them in the counter attack. I think Arfield's the best timing of a run runner from midfield. I think he's brilliant at it. He's made a career at it, and it only needed that one. But as I I get back to it. I can totally understand the Rangers manager being negative and the Rangers fans being disappointed because they had the 2-1. My big question, Mark, only for the manager was, I couldn't believe Sakala going through the middle. I really thought that took the momentum away from Rangers. I thought Sakala was causing problems down that right-hand side. I'd have kept him there and I'd have brought on an Arfield or a Cholak or whatever it may be and, I, and it, they could have seen it out. But all credit to Celtic. You know, they've really nothing to lose in the sense of what's the worst that can happen? Six points and a big goal difference. Let's throw in four forwards. Let's go after Rangers. Let's see if we can get this point. They walk away he, from ha uh, Ibrox very, very happy. I'm sure he knew Hugh, having been at the, the club before, but just in case he'd forgotten or didn't know what it was like to be 
the main man in the firing line, yeah. Michael Beale, uh, will probably know this evening. You know, every every little detail when you when you're the man, when yeah. you forget being the assistant, when you're the man, and in this fixture, every single decision you make will be scrutinised. Absolutely, uh, I still think that he believed the points were in the bag, and he was sending on James Sands simply to see the clock run down. And is that wrong then, based on? What Robert's saying And also the fact that Celtic It feels like they always score We mentioned the stat If you're yeah. heading into the last 15 And Celtic need a goal They tend to get it This side Regardless of today's result Regardless of how the league goes And it will go Celtic's way This side is Taking a, a long walk Towards the end of the pier Because they're going to have to Be overhauled Rangers Because in their current state They will not be Above Celtic in the league table So today's a disappointment For Robert and the other Rangers fans A source of frustration However Today's only part of the story The, the, the Rangers team that Michael Beale has He knows is not good enough And it's going to require A January window And a summertime window To start sorting it out But today I think he thought he had the points Put on James Sands And then Tavernier let him down Barisic let him down All of the players who were in the penalty box At, at the, the point where the ball falls to Kyogo Were all in their own way culpable And Kyogo took full advantage of the culpability Thank you Robert In Barhead Let's bring you up to speed on what's happening uh, Around the grounds Motherwell have hit the bar for a second time Connor Shields This one Tight angle First one was Van Veen Probably uh, should have scored Aberdeen have tried to, to find an opener Aberdeen, they've made a sub Johnny Hayes on for Christian Ramirez McCrory had a shot wide uh, Livy have made a couple of changes Omionga uh, Oh no, just one, sorry Omionga on for uh, Bahambula um, And I, I like this story, Mark I don't know if, if you're aware of it So Stephen Bradley has come on for Livingston He was a sub He's just been signed on a permanent transfer from Hibs Young winger He's come on and he's lighting up the game According to David Friel um, having left Hibs to move to the team who's above Hibs <laughs> in yeah. the league because he's surplus to requirements at Hibs and can't get a game at Hibs. Football can do that sometimes, yeah. I suppose. Um, I mean, Hibs could certainly be doing to be someone to, to light up their season because at Tynecastle, not going well for them at the minute. And Lee Johnson, if you're a Hibs fan just now, you've got to think when Lee Johnson came in, have you seen any signs of progression? Got to say, no. Long way away. Good sound bites in the press conferences before the matches and sometimes after, but no progression on the pitch. Ew. And you can't even blame injuries now because when you look at it, McGeady's back in the fold, Nesbitt's back in the fold. You know, yeah, McGeady came on it. by the way, along with McGinnis Fish and McCurdy went off. You'll need to be a combination. Lee Johnson will need to be a combination of Eric Morecambe and William Shakespeare. When this one finishes If he's got a sound bite That's going to get him out of Nine defeats in 11 games The only thing is Hugh You just can't keep going down the road Of sacking managers And Hibs have got a terrible record for that They can't seem to get it right um, I think it's You just need to stick with Lee Johnson And now I know that Results do um, You know Recognise your job and, and, and if you're not getting them Then you tend to leave the club But I think it's too early I think you've just got to ride this one out Because you just can't keep going Manager after manager after manager It does not work You've got to believe that he's the right man for you Whether it's another transfer window Whether it's end of season mm. Whether it's just getting through everything And then bouncing on from it's there It's true because 
at some point you you simply cannot do that. By the way, this this might not be the point. Hibs fans might say, ah, do that do that with the next one. But when Sean Maloney left, Ron Gordon specifically said we cannot keep turning over managers. So at some yeah. point you you're just gonna have to stop. Yeah, but when it gets to this stage you made a rod for your own back you know fans will rightly look at and say well why didn't they stick with Sean Maloney you know why jump the gun so quickly because we're in a similar or worse mm. position just now so I think we've overindulged a bit at Hogmanay or something because I'm looking at goalless Aberdeen Ross County goalless Kelly St Mirren goalless St Johnston Dundee United yeah, well, the, this is a new year for the Kelly St Mirren one is a bit surprising St men. Mirren didn't ten men after what 10 minutes or something like that but Aberdeen Ross County Jim really needs to, something to happen just to go back to the Lee Johnson situation Sean Maloney if my memory serves me correctly got 19 games and Ron Gordon's explanation when he sacked him was that he had seen enough to know that this was not working out so how does this stand then with Lee Johnson who's had Sometimes if you've got the gift of the gab Hugh and you say the right things and entertaining it just sometimes gets you by that, that, I mean Sean was fairly you know fairly dry with his post and pre-match interviews just the yeah. type of guy he is and you know maybe that just didn't sit right uh, There's a result that, or a, a scoreline so far from the Scottish Championship Inverness Against Cove Rangers Is it 6-1 now? Fington mm-hmm. uh, Verness <laughs> Dad said to me Before the game When we were looking at the fixtures Who do you think will win that one? <laughs> and I said I, I fancy Inverness They had a, a real spell of bad injuries Was it not? They got beat 6 the other week, uh, a couple of weeks ago Was it not? A hat-trick for Billy Mackay Still scoring goals oh, yeah. Good Amazing player. He loves the old Highlands Didn't he? Yeah, Billy absolutely yeah. Good and 6-1 with half an hour to go oh. yeah, It's not over no, no, it'll get worse. Big handball shout from Hibbs. So maybe we're not done on the old VAR drama yet. Um, we'll find out what's going to happen there um, and what a time it would be. Get yourself back into it if possible. And all that stuff about Lee Johnson suddenly looks a little bit different. Um, a Kelly change a few moments ago as well, by the way. It, well, it was more than a few minutes. It was uh, Jordan Jones replacing Blair Alston um, as. Kilmarnock look to press on their advantage They're not even As far as I can tell They're not even uh, Looking at the The alleged handball That uh, Hibs are saying Was a penalty uh, Behind the scenes They'll be checking that More than all well, Yeah that's the thing Yeah. Listen I've got to get To my daughter's it's, birthday party After it's, this it's no, That also isn't handball is no, it? It's never on, on the hip So um, I'd like to get that On the occasion of her birthday <laughs> <laughs> That is the thing isn't it If you're a any fan, whether it's TV or going to the game, just it just feels different. It just feels wrong, doesn't it? Like deep down, of course, the reasons for bringing it in, people want to. Um, you know, the rules have been sort of tweaked, and it is a lot more pernickety. And and then the reason for introducing it here, you're talking about. Well, you, can you be the only league without it? So you know, when, once it get or one of the only leagues, once it gets to that point, it's ridiculous. But if you go way way back when VR was just a dream, Hugh, to whoever it was. Just wonder, just you know, did, did we did we strive for something that we didn't need to, or did we need to catch up with other sports that I, had technology? I understand that you feel out of step with the rest of the world if you don't have it, and you are uh, accused of being third rate, Mickey Mouse, call it what you will. Uh, I just think that that all the stuff that's gone on today and and stuff that has gone on prior to today 
I do appreciate there are problems, teething problems, all the rest of it, but my goodness, we are complicating the game. Yeah, but again, Gordon, is any mm. is any of it actually teething problems, or is it? But for a start, look, if if you make if a ref makes a decision you won't agree with, mm-hmm. then it's game on. Argue about that till the cows game come home. home Kevin, yeah. um, John Beaton, Willie Colm, if you think that's a handball by Conor Goldson, you know that that's I that's never going to go away. That type of debate. Remember, this is our first season. Of course, there'll be teething problems. Uh, there'll be pluses and negatives for it. I think there's more pluses for it because but, but that's what I'm saying. See, next season, the season at five seasons time, they still might not think that was a Conor Goldson handball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just down to a, a matter of opinion. Um, but I think the overall and the most important thing I keep going back to is our referees who get criticised in this show every single game were desperate for it to come in. They all have wanted it. I think most of the clubs wanted it. Managers uh, as well. Uh, we've got it Yes It's got some teething problems Of course it has But In the long run I think it's a good thing for us Yeah I mean, I'm Very simple Mark I'm a very simple football fan um, As I'm sure you can imagine um, I just never I, I just never felt the need for I just never I never wanted it See if you no. go back I never I never felt it was something I needed But then You hear people saying You know You can't have Leagues or Relegations or whatever decided by really blatant, you know, whether it's a wrong offside call or whatever. And other sports use technology, and and why shouldn't football? So I get that. I just, I think, listen, I'm the opposite. I think we did need it. I think yeah. too much depends on it. Livelihoods depend on it in football. Other decisions, other sports, maybe not as much as as football does. And now we always think of being for winning games, but I always think it the opposite. If you lose a game to a blatant offside or something yeah. that isn't over the line and the next day you're sacked and you find yourself not getting back into football again, then how is that fair? In any world, how is that fair? Now, if there's something that we could have brought in to to take all that doubt away, then I think we should use it. And there's always going to be arguments, but the fact is most of the decisions are statistically correct. So it must be right. Very sensible. Well done. Thanks, uh, Samuel Thanks. has come on for White for Ross County as they n- try and go for what would be a hugely unpopular three points at Pitodry. We'd certainly hear them then, Hugh, if that was the yeah. case at full time. Uh, Aberdeen can't go five games in a row beaten. Um, it's just not acceptable. I, I mean, I do think that they are, to a large extent, a myth now, Aberdeen. Uh, they long since ceased to be a club of great importance uh, they live on past glories but even they have enough uh, respect for themselves to think that five defeats in a row is just not on I, I think he'll come in for a bit of criticism if it's a draw here. more than a bit yeah. I think everybody was looking mm. at that as a home banker today for him Queen's Park 2 Partick Thistle nil. Patrick Bad Jarrett that. in 76 yeah. minutes top of the league that would send them I'm sure Bad Queen's Park that. and I, I, again I've said in weeks gone by I don't get Queen's Park as the old Oh it's a fairy tale season I think they should be up there With infrastructure they have put in place They should be challenging at the top So I'll be interested to see them when they go to their new home When did they move into that actually? Next season maybe? At lesser hand I think it's to be sooner than that Was it? it Is it before the end of the season? Yeah I'm sure they're looking forward to that Should be a good crowd But it's through local views Is that correct? Yeah, that would have been a real bumper crowd if that would have been, say, for instance, for Hill. Bumper crowd. Do you like that? <laughs> 
great. Yeah, that yeah, was old yeah, days. Yeah, he's up to his game. Bumper crowd bumper here today. Bumper crowd in 2nd of January. Now you can tell it's been a busy day of football because actually the nonsense coming from you two has actually been kept Quiet. on a very manageable yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. this guy's tired. Not gone off on many, if any, tangents about anything. We had a brief oh, discussion about supermarket opening times, but other than that, I'm telling you, game of the day has to be at Dens Park because Dundee are 2 0 down against our broth. They're down to 10 men They pull it back to 2 each But our broth have added 2 since then And our broth are now 4-2 up Dale Hilson uh, Adding that 4th What a big result that could be for Dick Campbell Dick Campbell you see The, the older you get the better you get I think you'll agree Sure Something like that But uh, no that's a great Stunning result Not for Gary Boyer though uh, But only Coyle will be happy with it Aberdeen subs Miofsky and Clarkson off Baron and Bizawin on So Aberdeen do need something now, Ryan Gordon, Flynn's come on for Greg Kilty The Gordon DL theory comes into play again Why take off Mayowski if you're yeah, uh, that's, two, that's two midfield players he's brought on Is that right? Am I correct in that? You you work with the last Bizawin's yeah, more of well, he's kind of more attack a forward winger yeah. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I always believe that uh, I always for years thought Keep your goal scorer But that's because you were one Look, you, We can't just What we're going to sleepwalk Through every I'm game of football I'm delighted you said that admitted that live <laughs> on radio I am so happy That's made my well, a year A low level A low level No no I, yeah, a difference. A So we're now you, you want a blanket ban On strikers being subbed No I don't If, if they need a goal uh, yeah But what if by taking him off You're moving other things around And you become far more attacking Yeah but you're not What if he's injured in you, fact uh, Right okay I'll, I'll accept that <laughs> But There's a perfect uh, proof of the pudding this, this afternoon Hold on I said do that, not That's take, not how proof do works Do not take off Kyogo You've had too many puddings Do not that take off Kyogo <laughs> And what happened He rewarded You're him. right That, that, so that I am, is indeed uh, proof That you should never of Take off a striker Yeah <laughs> That was a good call for you actually It's oh, one of his better calls today Keep Kyogo on I got uh, to I'm going to give him a bit of credit leagues, Mark. Oh, That's on. why you've yeah, got to cut finals in a one league And stuff like that <sighs> You don't make these big calls <laughs> Incredible Anyway right Callum Slattery's been booked for a dive in the box Gordon DL A dive in the box it's no. cheating No we don't want to see that Hard done cheating. by surely We, we don't want to stamp that out of the game We don't want to see that Big Marvel be sitting in that dugout. Oh, oh don't even start me on yeah. him. Oh, yeah, was it actually? So, oh, when he replaced me, he's got one track suit. So, oh, he's good. Yeah, he's good. A good. You were, part, you were preferring him to Mark the other night. I, 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 I was preferring anybody. I can't even. I worked with Jim Duffy. I actually preferred Jim as well. Um, but we had some. I was good. Do you know, Do you know what? what? It was it's a funny good when serious conversation. Yeah, see when you're not here, he acts all serious. We mixed Do you? He says yeah. things that he doesn't usually Try use. Try act words. up to uh -huh. I, I was a manager. Uh, Look at me, Marvin. In case. Well, I've got a lot Marvin. of feedback. You and Hugh fell on your backside on Friday night without me. So, uh, Do you know the worst about it? It's because Marvin's a relative newcomer to the Scottish <laughs> game. He's got his perfect audience He's telling Marvin about When he scored in old firm games You know the stuff it. That people have heard yeah. before A he's, million times He's, he's perfect audience I've got to admit here right? I've really got to admit And I know he's not listening That's good I struggle with his first name uh, I know Do you know why? Oh, because someone Does he struggle? Been, I don't know what I've just See, got, Remember he called him Martin, Martin. And then Hi. we've got in his head Listen back the big guy next to me That's all he calls him <laughs> I, as, as, uh, The big guy next to me Was just saying And uh, the big man there Was just Honestly He's my partner At the side I got multiple <laughs> messages From people saying 
Gordon DL still doesn't know Marvin Bartley's name And he keeps calling him The big guy next to me <laughs> and, and, and by the way I am first to put my hands up I am struggling with his first name Ooh, Here's a big goal Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements St Johnston nil Dundee United 1 With 9 minutes to go Of the 90 and that could be massive because Ross County, well, they're getting held at the moment. Motherwell are getting held above Dundee United. Um, so Dundee United with the chance to move on to 19 um, and get themselves out much closer uh, to relative safety. So Tony Watt hasn't scored a great deal recently. What a good time to get one. Keep your strikers on the park. Uh, Tony Watt does the business. Uh, Dundee United's next game at home to Rangers. A week? Uh, no, not a week. Next Sunday This is Monday I think we're all agreed on that <laughs> This is going really well yeah. uh, So uh, Well done Tony Watt uh, A bit of a shock that For Callum Davidson But uh, Dundee United Slowly yeah, surely Climbing up that table And putting others in bother So yeah. I thought a Tam Corks coming back I think's kicked him into life Hugh Yeah And yeah And propping him up that league I yeah. thought he had a bit of a cheat Coming out with all that stuff I'd well you know, he, he left of his own volition and then he starts talking about I might come back. Who asked you? <laughs> <laughs> well put. Uh, I'm sure someone must have, actually. Uh, Kevin Van Veen's tried a Van Basten, but it's miles over, says David Friel. Do you know what? Remember there was a lot of um talk about the offside goal and all the drama that followed with the cameras and whatnot when at Fur Park for Celtic? Yeah. And then another mm-hmm. another part of that discussion was what a great goal it was You know that, that got chopped off That also happened to Van Veen Do you remember The one at Tynecastle Where it is a Van, ba- Van Basten-esque Look not quite as good obviously Van Basten-esque volley Over Craig Gordon Into the, the corner And the flag was up You almost feel like You should get one one or two a season That if the goal's you're that allowed. good <laughs> yeah. You should just be uh, yeah. allowed to stand Play your joker um, Brilliant save Trevor Carson It was Doidge with a header From six yards He tipped it over at full stretch Will we get any late drama there? McKinstry's come on for Shields for Motherwell Wonder about the nervousness there Gordon Because if you're on a You're on a bad run You're yeah. way too livy I mean, You probably take a point But at the same time You've got to start winning games Dundee United are winning games County I, have won games St Johnson have gone on runs That's, that's the thing If, if uh, they stay the same And then Motherwell lose a, a late goal They fall into 11th Gordon and as Mark earlier said, you know, they're just slipping down the table uh, week by week and you've got to try and stop that somewhere. So you could build in a point today because I think most people would have fancied Livingston at home today against mm. Motherwell. I've got to be honest with that. So at least it gives you a platform. If you get there. It gives you a platform and probably looking to go off to the worst start where, you know, we thought it lost a penalty kick. But it gives you a platform to try and build. I suppose in a strange way, Mark, you'd rather win games. Here I am really stating the obvious. Some teams will need to actually get in a habit of of drawing some more and ground, grinding them out. Turning, what I suppose I mean, turning those narrow defeats and just nicking the odd draw here. Yeah. It was something that really really underpinned Motherwell's poor run earlier in the season because they, they'd hardly drawn any. Um, but they've only drawn three now and I think two of them have come semi-recently. So. Yeah. Um, you pick and choose your battles, Gordon. I think when Stevie Hamill, you know, got the games up in front of him at the Christmas period, and he looked at this one, a lovely away, a point from that isn't bad going at all. So I think he'll be pretty pleased if it stays like that. Yeah, problem problem home, is home game against oh, oh. no, no. Problem is, 
you also get your draw at home to Kilmarnock when you're 2-0 up well, and they're down to well, 10 well, that's the, so the ones that you, that's you look draw. back at no that's that's an awful uh, result and I picked them as my uh, disappointment of the week your, your next home games against Hibs who are falling down as well you've got to they're playing with no confidence whatsoever um, so I, 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 I'm a great believer get a point have a platform build from there and all of a sudden if you can beat Hibs you go well that's 4 out of 6 and two difficult games because Livingston is a difficult game away from home and then you've got Hibs at home so I've got us right. fourth don't forget the open line is here we opened the lines nice and early in light of the big game at Ibrook so you can keep your calls coming in and very soon we'll get to traditional open line territory we'll be you know, here right up until 6 o'clock a bit more of a wall-to-wall feel about the calls then so keep them coming 01419511025 better just leave some room for any uh, late drama in the 3 o'clock games at the moment though uh, Jay Riley's been sent off for Airdrie second booking Elgin have scored what probably a late winner at Forfar Aaron Reid uh, with the goal there what a game Airdrie versus Edinburgh mm, is Airdrie yeah. 2-0 up then Edinburgh back to 3-2 then 4-2 now 4-3 four, 4-3 three. Four, three. good game good game yeah. end to end unbelievable yeah but you've got to say Hibs really really need to get something here at, at Tyne Castle they are pushing to get back in this game but Hearts holding on at the minute you know you wouldn't say Hearts have created that much in the second half going forward Hibs probably shaded it but that's the difference yeah, Hibs had no it, cutting edge it could be a good day for Hibs uh, uh, you know if the results stay the same they're getting a little gap between that third and fourth um, so it could be a positive one and obviously winning the derby as well they'll be delighted with this performance um, don't suppose a nil-nil drop at Audrey will do much to cheer up the Aberdeen fans so one, they, they'll need to try point, and find something soon one point in 15 that would be that's, that's rubbish so uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, they will not be happy uh, a, a goalless draw into the bargain uh, if that's how it turns out to be about 10 minutes time that's just not hard it just shows you how tight the league is you're talking about Livingston Motherwell Livingston scored the now to get three points they would drop into fourth place it's as, it turns as quickly as that they're very very tight they didn't drop into fourth well they're going to fourth they're seventh at the moment yeah they're going to they're going to fourth you didn't drop up the way <laughs> alright okay you know what I mean <laughs> sorry my apologies uh, 14,356 to be precise at uh, Pataudry most of them won't be happy with what they're seeing so far albeit as a, um, a point well, bear in mind that uh, 14,000 of those will be Aberdeen fans. Yeah. Uh, and they... Over 18,000 at Tynecastle. Yeah. Incidentally. They, 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 the Aberdeen fans are going to get fed up soon, just reminiscing about the past. They're going to demand a better present. The one that surprised me is Rugby Park. Who's there? I bet it's Wisher, is it? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Um, you know, 10 men, you're thinking, right, okay, his year's going to change. He's got to bring us some excitement. We're going to get goals. What happens? Doesn't happen for him. You've got to send it off nice and early, which yeah, you think would have. Nothing after that. You know, it's a waste of Kelly Pie. What's happened? Because Kilmarnock were the masters of um, going against the. Uh, going against them being down to 10 men. The shoes another foot today. They've not managed to. To press that home So finding out That it can work both ways Mark Wilson Yeah well St Mirren will be happy Obviously Stephen Robinson Will be happy With his side Holding it Against Kelly Who have found 
decent wee bit of form um, recently so it's not easy sometimes playing against 10 men you need to come up with a different way of playing quite often teams will just sit in and make it hard for you Kelly find that out today um, yeah, St Man would be happy with a point there eh? of course 10 men yeah, in the circumstances Peyton on for Callahan for Ross County we should be at the sort of 90-ish minute mark but then again in the VAR era you need to sort of set your uh, your your clock back a bit, Hugh, from what we're used to. I think we'll get lay yeah. drama somewhere. I we think we'll get a goal at Pataudry. You think so? Yes. Which way? <laughs> I think I think when you take Aberdeen. when I I think when you take your strikers off, you're not going to get a goal there. I, 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 if there's a goal coming there, I probably go to us. I think Aberdeen have they've, they've not got that character just now, and they'll become under some pressure. Let me tell you. The Aberdeen fans, as you say, turning out in big numbers, will not be happy at all. If things stay as they are, Aberdeen will be on the same number of points as St Mirren, and St Mirren will have two games in hand on them. I mean... Doesn't how, paint a good picture of that, does it? How rough do you want things to be? Well, considering just a couple of weeks ago they were sitting in third, and they were beating Rangers, and at that stage everything was looking... Rosie for Jim after a poor performance against Celtic. Fast like, forward, like we did. There. I loved Rosie and Jim. Yeah, oh, remember oh, Rosie and Jim? Rosie and Jim. Oh, and the old canal boat. Never seen that. No. You're, you're older than Mark <laughs> yeah. and I. Significantly. I used to love that as well. It was brilliant. And anyway. he used to go in this canal barge. Anyway. Never Can mind I the Aberdeen game. He <laughs> <laughs> used to go in right. His <laughs> canal barge. Hughes face. <laughs> Two puppets and had who was the driver again? Oh, I don't know. My, my knowledge isn't that great. Ah, the guy. Oh. What adventures Can we they would get up to. Please assess how confused <laughs> you even is. Have you ever heard of the TV, children's TV show Rosie and Jim? Never. Well, ah, listen, I'm look it up in the Nokia. I have no idea what these guys are talking about. Fizzgog was the driver. <laughs> Fizzgog, <laughs> Oh, the adventures they used to get up to. I've listened to two grown men <laughs> discussing Rosie Fizz, and Jim. Fizzgog. <laughs> Uh, listen, there'll be loads of people out there going, Oh, I remember Rosie and Jim. There are people outside the front door at Pataudry calling for Jim Goodwin's head, and we're discussing Rosie and Jim. Great double save from Xander Clark to bring us crashing back down to earth. The crowd on their feet applauding. He is in the unfortunate, well, fortunate position of being playing football for Hearts, Hugh, obviously. But He's um, made trying to fill the gloves left yeah. by Craig Gordon can't be easy. And since taking over from Craig Gordon, it was nice to see photographs of him today. Um, he's looking well But Xander Clark has made Several very very good stops Since coming in to, to goal And You know We always wondered well, why, why is he taking so long To find a club And then he, he goes to the The club where the goalkeeper's the captain And is the best goalkeeper Produced by this country For years and years and years Tragically for Craig Gordon Xander Clark gets his opportunity But he has grasped it as goalkeeper should with both hands. Yeah, they were both from Kel McGuinness, 12 yards out, down low, and then up to smother the rebound. Really good goalkeeping. If you're, go- if you're going to get anything, you've got to take these chances. I think Hibs have played particularly well in the second half. I think Lee Johnson would be quite happy with that. But I think you've got to score these sort of a chances here again. Especially when you're under pressure in the derby. Just changes Goals change games And I think Hibs Will rule Nearly a, a winner For St Mirren It was oh. Grieve uh, Inches over the bar I think he came off the bench To try and get that winner And uh, he's narrowly missed the target There's been a Header easily saved For Aberdeen There was four minutes added there We're into that now Five minutes At Rugby Park We're into that now So um, What day is it? Any, <laughs> what, honestly <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry <laughs> What? <laughs> 
Oh, People well, well finish. <laughs> finish the day. I meant to say what day, what day is it? <laughs> it's Monday. What chance have you got, Hugh Key? It's uh, January, mate. What day is it? I'm standing here. I'm going from Rosie and Jim to what day is it? It's been it's been a long long day. Well, what's alarming about it is it's Monday, which means you two are back. Oh, we're back. Tuesday night. We really get it going. Full time. One of the games of the day and a big result for our both Dundee two or both four. Um, Dundee were down to 10 men early on So that clearly didn't do them any favours But they, they had pulled it back to 2 all Despite being down to 10 men And a big win for our broth Who've not enjoyed anywhere near the type of season They did last season um, Goncalves for Bruce Anderson as Livy Look for it 7 minutes added on at Tynecastle oh. mm. I don't see anything changing there yeah, Right they, enough They could add on 7 days And him still wouldn't score uh, yeah, you wonder if that's the um, the chance that the McGuinness one that Xander Clark saves. Well, Hibs have had a good few chances in this that. second half, but it, it just sums up their season. You know, they'll create some decent opportunities, but no cutting edge, and that just leads to another loss. And listen, Lee Johnson must come under pressure for the Hibs support, if not the, the chairman, the support certainly, because. I'll go back to it They're not seeing any signs of progression It is the same week after week And the games that they've won by the way at home They've all had an element of Maybe no fortune's the right thing But they've had a few opposition players sent off In early stages of the game That's helped them along their way And made it a whole lot easier for them They've been a bit lucky with the fact That they've still got a little bit of points gap there Under the forum really If that continues They'll end up down the bottom of the league but they've still got that little gap sitting round about seven eighth. Um, but you look they, at uh, you look at the column that says games lost and mm. lost ten so far. This will be eleven today. Same as Kelly, Motherwell, and Dundee United all sitting below them. So, and you know one shot of Ross County if it stays no nil at Pitorri. Just the three added at Levy. It's been obviously a quieter second half for David Friel after um, quite the VAR action in the first half. Hibs are four points away from Dundee United, who are second bottom. That's that's how bad the situation is. They're four points off second bottom. Problem is, when you don't get results in the games that people expect you to, if you get a tough run that comes around, because we always talk about this, seeing that in isolation, in the last couple of games, they've lost at Tynecastle, can happen, mm-hmm. fans won't like it. They've lost Ibrooks, can happen, sure and Celtic too. have come and beat them. Yeah. You know, Hibs don't have any divine right to win those fixtures, but if you've not taken care of the so-called more winnable games, yeah. then all those come along, throw in a derby defeat, that's when it all starts to mount up. I think, I think you have to look at the the hard facts, uh, rather than say, oh well, you know, Celtic and Rangers, you're not expected to beat them, so on and so forth. They're four points off the team who are second bottom of the league. Full time St Johnston nil Dundee United won And that could be A huge result Mark Wilson Yep Big one for United Found form at the right time And particularly With other result, results Running about them Then it certainly Helps them Happy Happy for Callum Me and Callum Are celebrating I cannot believe Full time Pitodri Dave Galloway 
full time Aberdeen 0 Ross County 0 Aberdeen dominated the first half which was one way traffic the Reds said no penalty when Ramirez went down in the box Mayovsky set up Ramirez who drove straight at the keeper and the hosts really should have taken the lead when Duke's cross was fielded by Laidlaw the loose ball fell to Kennedy just a few yards out but Yakoviti cleared Kennedy's effort off the line Clarkson saw a 30 yarder comfortably saved and Kennedy looked really bright curled one in from distance that too was easily dealt with by the visiting goalie County nearly snatched the lead in the opening moments of the second half at Clarkson pleading for a corner with White standing ready to pull the trigger but the Dons were again well in control and McCrory's drive from outside the box flashed narrowly wide Mayowski was close with a bicycle kick which went across goal but just missed the target the home side were giving it everything trying very very hard but the visitors were putting bodies on the line heroically to repel the threat there was an incredible miss from Aberdeen as the clock ticked down Hayes with the cross Bissawin from point blank range couldn't connect properly at all and Laidlaw gratefully gathered then in injury time McCrory burst through but dragged the shot wide when Duke looked very well positioned that's four defeats and one draw from five games for the Dons who were loudly booed off the field Aberdeen nil Ross County nil uh, full time Kilmarnock but quickly you've missed one of these Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Hearts 3, Hibs nil. Stephen Humphreys 94 on the clock a good move from Hearts uh, slotted through to him great pace great strength to get in between the Hibs defence just shrugs off I think it's Stevenson and then slots it into the bottom corner rounder off with a gritty celebration Hugh oh yes I can do that now. yeah I'm sure you can um, <laughs> let's go to Kilmarnock where it is full time Fraser yeah not many celebrations here Robbie Park finished Kilmarnock nil St Mirren nil a really frustrating day for Kelly but a deserved point for St Mirren who played with 10 men from the 7th minute on was outstanding at the back Carson Fraser and Dunn excellent and a lone striker Curtis Main who was superb and ran himself into the ground. Pretty poor first half. The biggest talking point was a seventh minute red card for Ethan Erhorn, the St. Mun midfielder. Waiting for Ash Taylor to take a throw on the right hand side. Rory McKenzie went down off the ball. I didn't see what happened, but referee Grant Irvin did and showed the red card to Erhorn, and that was confirmed by the VAR referee Gavin Duncan. The closest to goals came in Blair Alston for Kelly. Fierce 20 yard shot turned away by Carson Heitys left, and Ken Obakis should have hit the target at least a 20 yard volley when he had time, but he shot wide. It's more exciting in the second. Saints have been comfortable in the first half, but Kelly came out on the front foot. Series of corners, Simon excellent defending. And then Simon came back into the game. A lovely Bacchus pass sent strain, clear on the byline. Low cross was kicked away by Walker with Main hovering. And then Bacchus missed kick from 12 yards from Main cross. And again, the midfield player thinking he should have done better. From then on, it was mostly Kilmarnock. Their fans were coming frustrated and vocal. Derek McInnes brought on a couple of substitutes, Jones and Fraser Murray, to make it a 4 2 4 formation. Mayo then came close. The driven cross on the right hand side nearly sneaked in at the back post but little change for Kilmarnock the cross is far too deep Sittman defending really well but then as game went close to the end Sittman dropped deeper and deeper and happier with the point and it was kept at 0-0 by a brilliant Trevor Carson save with 5 minutes to go Christiani did really well on the left hand side lovely cross from the byline it's met by the head of Christian Doyle Big Singer couldn't have done much more perfectly had 6 yards it was tipped over by Carson at full stretch but then it's deep into stoppage time Stephen Robinson had his head in his hands because a sub Alex Grieve hit a shot on the turn from 10 yards it was inches or good effort by the striker but just an inch or two over the bar with Sam Walker scrambling and as much as Kelly tried and pushed for the winner they couldn't create any clear cut chances good crowd of 7,008 here 
It's the 1,400 St Mirren fans to my left-hand side that go home happy with the team's commitment and determination. Full-time at Robbie Park, come on up nil, St Mirren nil. Full-time at Livingston, David Freel. Full-time Gordon Livingston won Motherwell won. You know, this is a really good game full of drama and action. I think both teams will feel they could have won it, should have won it. But a point of piece was probably right in the end. And maybe David Martindale and Stevie Hamill will be content enough when they look back on this game. Morgan Boys and Kevin Van Veen traded goals in the first half. But Liam Kelly was the star of the show in a crazy 45 minutes. Motherwell keeper saved two Nicky Devlin penalties after VAR ordered the retake of the first. The Levy captain had actually converted the rebound from his first miss and was left stunned as Kelly made the save for the second time. Motherwell had chances, but Levy then opened the scoring in 39 minutes. Stephen Kelly sent a free kick to the back post and Morgan Boys is unmarked to head in. But Motherwell can fight him back and Kevin Van Dien volleyed in the equaliser in 42 minutes after Shamal George saved from Sean Goss. Sondre Solholm should have made it two on before half time. Kevin Van Veen, he was in the thick of the action, he then hit the bar four minutes into the second half, but Livy's half-time sub Stephen Bradley made a really big impact on his debut, everything in the second half came through him for Livy. He almost scored with his first real involvement and then teed up Stephen Kelly for a golden chance, but with so much time he fired over the bar. Both sides of the goal after that, Bradley was excellent, but Livy couldn't create that chance, Motherwell hit the bar again through corner shields, Calum Slattery was then booked for a dive in the box. Neither team could find the winner, but a really, really good game. Full-time, Livingston won, Motherwell won. Still going at Tynecastle, so what we'll do, give you the full time story from there next, and that's when we get stuck into the proper open line as well. 01419511025 calls have been coming in all afternoon, but let's get stuck right in between now and six o'clock. What did you make of the game at Ibrooks? What did you make of the goals, the mistakes, the controversial incidents, where it leaves the league table, and anything else on this afternoon's game? This is the time and the place to share it, please. We'll get you on if we can next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Accident not your fault, you'll be back on the road within 24 hours. 